Welcome, agents, to Strain 10-KNR of the Zero Point Report, a broadcast all about the news surrounding the Secret World IP. Today is December 12th, 2019, and I'm your host for this evening, Ocho. With me tonight, we have Ember. Good morning. Good good morning to you, sir. I wish it was morning. And... <laughs> and we... And you're cut off. No. Well, I, I started coughing. Sorry, I've got oh. a I've got a bad cold. <laughs> always, always, always seems to happen. And we have Jimmy the Rabbit with us tonight. Hey, Jimmy, how are you, sir? Doing good. Good, good. Always busy, good. busy, 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 busy. Busy. <laughs> I'm about to be very much more busy. Gotta get those ice. Okay. Cars. All right. Well, more than that, you guys remember when I was living in Dark Agartha last year? <laughs> we had. There's a lot more. There's a lot more to do now. Let's say yes. Uh, Krampus Noct has returned in Secret World. First and foremost, the news of the day. Uh, starting with uh, update, what was this two point three point three, which launched uh, earlier today. It says, Behold, a winter wonderland. Starting December 12th through January 2nd, Krampusnacht returns to Secret World Legends. Deadly champion creatures mark their return throughout the world, requiring extra leg or brain work to coax them from hiding. Accept bounty missions from the Paragon, Activity Board, and Agartha to begin your tasks. The Krampus Gate is open once again, ushering an invasion of the vile Krampus. Defeat them and take the battle to Niflheim itself. Hell, Queen of Niflheim, returns in two forms. One as the guardian of her realm, and another as a public raid in Agartha. The Winter 2019 update also includes new permanent features and improvements. So, we're just gonna, gonna go right into this. They dropped a quite a quite a big patch. Yeah, and first and foremost... Yeah. yeah. First and foremost is Challenge Timelines. This outside Dark Agartha await Get out of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, maybe I'm just dropping out for no reason. Um, what are you doing? Stop dropping out. Dude, we got a show. We're supposed to be professional. Yeah, stop that. Uh, it says, Outside Dark Agartha waits a new NPC, the Shady Salesman. Every day, he sells access to different challenge timelines, treacherous threads of possibilities within Dark Agartha, with greater potential rewards, including a new outfit, but also greater difficulty. And so, along with these new challenge timelines, is the Resplendent Talisman Imbuers. Dark Agartha now drops fragments of Resplendent Talisman Imbuers, which is now Tier 4 for Pip, in this case. Uh, which may be used to unlock even greater potential within talismans. And so, well, you uh, say... How, how did uh, Andy say it? How did he say it? <laughs> That's great. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I missed that part. What, what was that? I forgot to turn it off after. Oh, that what happened? I was like, what the hell? 
Yeah, because the four pip part was was funny, and then it just kept going forever. Yeah, I forgot to hit off. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, uh, uh, all right. But yes, uh, with the tier four talisman viewers, four pip, which may be used to unlock even greater potential within talismans, and you say, well, what are we gonna use? You know, if I get all my gear up to four pip, if I get all my gear up there. Well, E10's just not going to cut it anymore because now they've expanded the difficulty levels. It says, for those thrill-seeking agents pursuing even greater challenges, you may go past Elite Difficulty 11, provided you have the gear, in Dark Agartha and other ranked missions. So, so we got a lot going on here. <laughs> that means, that means uh, faction missions, that means... Dark Agartha, um, faction ranking Agartha. missions, seasonal missions... Yep, like um, uh, fog and mirrors. Fog and mirrors scales that goes up fast detail. Uh, the uh, broadcast, which we won't get into man, next year. Tankmen are always auto scaled, but there's an item now you can buy to let you pick a lower difficulty. For uh, it won't give you the museum items as a drop, but if you know for whatever reason you're unable to beat him and just want the achievement. Or you really, really want to just take revenge and go in on an E1 tank commander and slap the holy hell out. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, there is a lucky pachinko ball you can purchase that will let you uh, do that. So if you have that item in, in your inventory when you go, when you open a computer box, peculiar box and go to where you start the mission... Instead of just going in and it auto picking, it, you'll get a pick screen like you do for Dr. Gartha or the other mission. And you'll be able to actually pick the difficulty you want. Okay. Yeah, just to, I guess just in case, yeah, you just want the achievements or you want something else. Yeah. So if you just want the achievement, because I mean, for some people it has been a problem where, like, um, they're, for, what, for whatever reason, they have an issue beating him. And you're like, I don't. If you don't care about the museum loot, because honestly, you can buy it from someone else that's selling it normally, and you just want the experience of, of being him, you can you can go. I mean, I can feel that you can go just a level that. or two lower. Or like I like I uh, I hit up Scrooge, and I was like, you you need to do this. You need to go get revenge and just go do Emity One and smack the hell out of him. Yeah, definitely take advantage of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I honestly, if I can, especially get if you couldn't beat him, yeah, I'm, I might do it just, just out of spite. Like, just to walk in and just slap him. Just like, yeah, exactly. On. I, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it to just walk in and smack him. <laughs> you think you're bad? You think you're bad? <laughs> Who's commander now? Who's commander? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not a bad thing. So yeah, so we got a lot of guys. We got like we got the tier four talismans. Now, I guess. Well, I guess the point is, is that none of us were expecting this to really drop. I mean, I've been expecting it to be a thing. We knew it was going to be a thing. We just didn't know yeah, when it was going to. Because once you had the tier four weapons, um. We kind of knew that, or not the, the weapons, tier four uh, glyphs. Yeah, like once once the pip has been up, 
you get the feeling everything's going to uh, everything else up. is going to make its way there. Yeah. Yeah. So we, but we now have glyphs. We now have talismans. We we still don't have weapons. That's what that's what I meant to say. Right. Is uh, so we should expect somewhere down the line another update with weapons. We just, of course, don't know when. Um. Who knows? Who knows? Uh. So. So yeah. So so how many of your items are already here for Jimmy? <laughs> I I don't have any. I don't have any. I, now I did complete a uh, an E sixteen uh, nice. challenge okay. mode dungeon today. So so there's challenges. And if you do the challenge uh, mode, then you have uh, you get better a better amount of fragments. Uh, and then also, and I don't know, I don't know that I had a picture for this before, but I, I do now. Um, I'll, I'll get that for for you, Ember. There's um the loot chest of the Endark Nagartha. If you do it in challenge mode, has a chance to drop uh, extra stuff other than fragments. Okay, so this is like the. It's this loot, is for Dark Agartha. Yeah, this is the Dark Agartha loot box, and you can see, or you or you will be able to see. I hope sprints, emotes. There's a sprint, an emote, a spacesuit. The emotes of but but faction yeah. covered. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> the, well, so it is faction colored, but. Um, Nervell confirmed that they are tradable. So you can eventually acquire all the colors on one character. Okay, all right, makes sense. So you wouldn't be able to personally, like if you're if you're a certain faction, your character can't loot it from the box. But you'll be able to trade with other people. You know, like if you got two of them, you could trade someone else for the other color, sort of a thing. You could end up with all. Of them. But yeah, the, so the emote evil laugh, which I have yet to see. I don't, I don't know if anyone's got. Uh, I haven't seen that, and I haven't seen what the gatekeeper's touch sprint looks like. Uh, although I would imagine it's probably based on the gatekeeper and Doctor Gartha, so you could maybe guess at what it might look like. I suppose. Be kind of like a black, filthy, like. Instead of the golden hue sprint, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no idea. Be filthy. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, that's what like a challenge timeline box looks like. Because it's only if you're doing the challenge. If you're not doing the challenge, the the cosmetic stuff uh, is it does isn't there. And the challenges change. The, there's one there's one type of challenge available a day, but it. So today we saw the challenge available to take today that you could purchase for Marks of Favor was um, 30% damage reduction. Okay. So you, you, you apply that 
And some people were confused at first because they thought it just the timer was broken, but the timer is actually hours and minutes, not minutes and seconds. So <laughs> okay, right. It's, yeah. the, it's the time. It's the time until the reset. It's like once you purchase that challenge, um, you you have that until until the, the reset. We have a character in front of us, uh, Sruliana. I don't know if you can see this ember, but they're doing the salt emote, which is one of the one of the new ones as well. Yes, I, right I, in front I of Bummer. <laughs> I have. I think you missed it earlier. James Sue and I were salting at each other. Uh, I had moved to be in front of the camera. Um, right. Okay. <laughs> so like, it doesn't it doesn't work if I'm if I'm on my skates. But yeah, there's salt. And then also one of the other new ones. And are these are these all all these new emotes? As far as I know, the new emotes are finger guns. Salt. Oh, I like that one. That's actually kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> I do that normally. <laughs> and then who's the other one? Oh, um, oh, I didn't. I didn't. How, how did I didn't? Here, here we go. This is Yar Yar. Oh. I'm too old to get that. I don't even know. <laughs> it's an anime thing, right? It's like a, I okay. think it's JoJo, right? Yeah. Someone, someone yell at me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what that is. If you ever, if you've seen the stream, like, like you know, Andy, it's, it's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Do that. It's pretty cool. Um, and, and are these? We, the question is, are these all from Dark Garth? Where, where can you acquire? Yeah, so, so finger guns. The salt, the evil laugh. No, sorry, finger gun salt. Um, the yar yar. Is there another one? Those, those you just buy. The oh, okay. From, the right. Evil laugh is in the picture that on the shit. Evil laugh is from Doctor Yarth. So the only way to get that one is from. But they say if you open your emote window and look at you at you have unowned, you can look and then when you click on them. Like if you click either laugh, it'll say source dark regards the challenge timeline. And then the other ones are, are just another form. I found oh, this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where are these located? Which uh, section of The stances? Say again? Where, where are they located? What section? Uh, they're in different spots. So finger guns is in the actions. Finger finger guns and assault is in actions, and they're both uh, six hundred arm a piece. And then the, if you look for the gestures, which is like the peace sign, that's where the yar yar is. And yar yar is for seven hundred and fifty arm. Chicken Sue says I don't think Ember is coming through on stream or is very low. Probably low. Turn can, yourself can, up, Ember. Uh, I am. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, keep going. Project your voice. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm like right. right from the on diaphragm. The mic. From the diaphragm. Use your use your theater voice. <laughs> oh, God, I could make me conscious of that. <laughs> I went I went through that for almost a decade. Yeah.
so yeah, the the new emotes are great. As an assault one, I find particularly hilarious. Particularly hilarious. <laughs> I like salt. I might get salt. <laughs> it's it's so it's there's like a meme. I, like I'm I'm old apparently. I missed I missed the salt meme. Oh, you missed you missed salt uh, salt bay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somehow I missed okay. that. My wife was showing it to me. And I was like, oh yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. I I thought it was just appropriate given how much we have to deal with salt. Uh, I think it's also why it comes through. It's a it's a good it's a good double there. Yeah, it's a double for sure. They're like it was a meme that was popular, and also it's topical. <laughs> the other thing of that's really cool is not we got a new type of cat. And there's a, it's an important distinction. It's not it's not a new it's not just a new cache, it's a new type of cache. Oh yes. Uh I didn't get to that part yet. I don't uh, know. <laughs> go ahead. Yes, we have now also included in the in the patch the arsenals of Agartha. The new arsenal caches uh caches may now drop across the You cut out. Oh dang it. Okay. Uh let's try that again. Um Arsenals of Agartha say new arsenal caches may now drop across the world separate from existing caches. These caches are distinguished by their focus on new weapons and unique talismans. The first available arsenal is the Dark Agartha arsenal, containing three new unique talismans and two sets of new weapons. So these drop alongside what is now the the Winter Cache. Winter Cache is back. Correct. Correct. So now we have the Winter Cache and now these arsenals as well, which is just a, a separate cache, really. Right, but the difference—the difference is—is is the arsenal cache focuses on talismans and weapons, so you won't see like outfits or mounts. But with these new weapons come weapon skins. Yes, which is <laughs> which is very really important. Sweet. <laughs> yes, a really nice weapon Pretty skins. Sweet. Uh. Yeah, we got so third age skins in the game finally. Third age skins, yeah. So now there's third age weapon skins, filth Eidolon weapon skins, and um, included in the cache is uh, I'm just reading from your notes now. Uh, two types of weapons, uh, both a purple and a blue variant, can come out of the box: a head talisman, ring talisman, and luck talisman. Yes, so. The, the purple, if you get a purple weapon, they are third age weapon skins, and the blue weapons are the, like, filth Eidolon skins. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if you remember what the what the Eidolon weapons sort of look like. I do not. Not off the top of my head. Uh, I actually got the pistols today. Let me see if I can show that. Go equip them and then put them on. If I can remember what they're called. So unfortunately, this that set is the one where they all have a different name. Uh, so it's not like you know, like the normal cash weapons. You have like flame wreath or frostbound. Right. The Eidolon skins are all, like, Calamitous Inspiration is the name of this one. 
but then like the main, like the <laughs> elemental is something else completely different. They're all, they're all. In, I wish they had renamed them or put like a tag in front of them so that you could find them easier. Because that part honestly is super annoying. You gotta know what it's called first before you really search for it. Yeah. So if you can, I don't know if you can check out these pistols, but these are these are the filth Eidolon pistols. I need to look at the stream because uh, on my screen you're just. Uh, oh yeah. Oh. No, you're doing I like the elemental. Ellie. On my screen, it's pistol. Oh, there we go. There you go. That's super weird that I have pistols out and you guys see Ellie out though. <laughs> Ooh, I do like the pistol skins in this game. I'm not gonna lie. So the, the, the there's favorite. a regular version of the. It's like kind of bluish. I don't know if you remember. Uh, like the I the uh, what do they call like the future tech skins from the. I think it's from, from the, the future games. tech cash. No, 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 not future. No, see that was the confusion no. there. Yeah, there was some confusing wording, but the future skins were from the. I think it was from the Kaiden dock stuff when you when you finished that. I think is what it was. Was that or was it the? Where the hell were they from? Hold on, I need I need to look at that now. So, um, it's gonna drive me crazy. Future tech. So here, these are the future tech. It's from the scenario. It was a scenario reward, and a lot of people thought that this was going to be something different, and they were confused. Oh, the blue highlighted. Oh, yeah. yeah. So these, are, these are like the Eidolon normal, and then what we got today, the blue the blue ones, are the filth versions. So they look, they look really similar. Yeah. They're a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But, but uh, yeah, they're all dark. Menacing, filth, filth encrusted. I like them. I think they look pretty cool. I'm digging them. And then yeah, yeah the third I age think the one's a little better, but that's just my own personal taste. <laughs> yeah, the other one with the blue one with the blue highlight was a lot better, in my opinion. I maybe it's just because I've had them for so long. They're old news to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> it's like no, whatever. Like I don't, I don't care about those anymore. Like no, these are these are oh, new. They're, new they're filth encrusted. Yeah, it's all, it's actually they're kind of cool. Have filth encrusted weapons though. Yeah, that right. in of itself is a cool thing. All right, so I was gonna try and sell these, but just so we can show these off, I will consume them. Oh no! <laughs> so I get the skin. Uh, oh, I mean, so you get so the skin. Can, yeah. Yeah, I'll show you a third age skin. So I did manage to get one. I was like 50 caches today. I got one. <laughs> uh, Alright, so let's see. Do you see it? Yep. That is the third age assault rifle. It's very steampunky. Oh yeah, the third age weapons are totally steampunk. That is a really fun aesthetic. Yeah, so the whole, the whole I mean, you can see them in, in the picture I think I put on the, the, the ones that they show. Uh, 
Actually, do you have one of the caches uh, number? I do not know. Okay, well, that'll probably be an even better way to show it. I have one in the bank. I mean, I'll just give you one. And then at least, because you can preview it, you know what I mean? Like, you can, even if you don't have a key, you can. It has that nice little uh, graphic that pops up, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll be able to show that on stream a lot better than like a picture or something. I just cleared out my inventory. Today has been a rough day for me, inventory-wise. <laughs> Still no ember. What? I'm volume. I don't know. It's. I can I can hear you just fine now, Ember. Are you somehow is your mic somehow going to Discord, but not to? No, it's um, going into voice meter, and voice meter is feeding it into OBS and Discord. I don't listen to the stream. You say something for a couple seconds. Check check one two. Hello. No, no, you're not coming through. <laughs> oh no! I can fix that. So in the beginning, I'm like, "And Ember's here." And everyone's just like, um. "Hello." <laughs> like, sure, yeah, yeah, sure, Ember's here. Yeah. I mean, chicken so you're still crazy. You just had me right this time. <laughs> <laughs> Check, check. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> you are not wrong. I, I'm kind of debating whether Ember actually check. exists now. Hello. No, I'm just a voice in your head. If he's not just like a figment of our imagination. It's a fight club. Ember's, yeah. Ember's just. Ember. <laughs> he's here. Ember's just... He's, our, he's our support ghost. Yeah, I'm just uh, your voice in your head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a little, uh, little known. Ember is actually John. All right. So, so anyway, Mikey Ember, <laughs> which one of you is Tyler Durden, and which one of you? <laughs> I I don't know how to make soap, so I figure I'm not I'm not Tyler. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. I love that movie. Love it. I gave you one just late so you can have one. You can look check, at check. it. Check it out. I mean, I mean, we can hear you. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I can see it where it's not coming through on OBS. <laughs> <laughs> Ember is actually when Mikey and Jimmy speak at the same time. That's that's fair. You can hear them in the, in the static in the background. I'm oh, the, that's uh, really bizarre. When we talk, whispering you group voices, hello. Okay. Or are you just making something up? There we go. Now I can see it come through <laughs> on OBS. That's yep, weird. you're good now. I heard you. Yep. <laughs> Yay! Yay! There he is. Now he now he's a collective. I am figment real. of all of our imaginations. I am God Great, here. So you, you just caused a singularity. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's a typical Thursday. That would, that would have been a much more awkward episode to be just go through the entire thing and be like, Ember, Ember, what do you think? Dead silence. 
I'd be like, oh, that's a fascinating thing you just said there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thank you for that very prominent thing you just said. Um, oh, but of course. <laughs> now I'm not going to shut up. I'm going to take over. Ah. <laughs> so, so, all right. So you have one up on the screen. I gave one to Mikey so he can check it out too. You guys are welcome to keep those. Um, Ooh, my very own cash. Um, I should cherish it forever. <laughs> so, I mean, they work. They they use all the same keys. You can use an Epic key on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. I don't know. Someone was saying it felt like you get blue weapons more, but I think it's just because there's less options of what you can get. Like in a regular cache, you can get blue weapons or purple or an outfit or the or outfit, outfit right? Or the, the and so, like, yeah. When it's just these options, I think you do end up getting at least blue weapons. It seems like more because that's kind of like the bottom rung, you know? It would be. It'd be that and the uh, the distillates, I guess. But what I mean, if you we have to get something, the bottom rung is, yeah, so the bottom rung would be blue. <laughs> yeah, so, so I think definitely in a regular cache, you know, you might get cosmetic pieces or something, right? Like you get gloves or... Did you just get something? You just got a weapon, I think. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to click on it, but... <laughs> Oh, that's uh, good. good. You got weapon. a weapon. Yeah. Open, open it. See what you got. I did open No, I mean, like, oh. open the weapon. You have to open it in your inventory. Oh, it's a uh, magic token. Blood magic. Lost. So, the. Live. Mark 2. I got nothing. <laughs> So, the the blue weapons uh, are re- rather interesting. Rather interesting. I was... Uh, the purple ones actually are like... Uh, I, I feel like almost like more straightforward. It's like when you crit, you have a chance to... Or you have a chance to do an attack, and if that, if that attack crits, like it doubles itself or something like that. Um... But the blue weapons, the blue weapons give you three passives. Interesting. Yeah, I see it there. So for, like, the blood one, uh, when you have that equipped, when you're using that blood folk, you, you, it acts like you have, uh, the desolate, the elder scourge passive, contaminate the reap passive, and the crimson pulse passive. It acts like you have those slotted. So, in effect, you now can, and at least for blood, some of the weapons feel like there's passives I wouldn't normally slot, so it doesn't help that much. But for blood, those are all really good passives that most blood users have slotted anyways. So you basically get to run three extra passives now. Without taking up any uh, extra space. Yeah, because you, you would take them off your build, because your, your weapon's providing them, right? So now you can slot three more passives. What can you do? Uh... I feel like the elemental one's pretty good too. The elemental one gives you the blizzard passive, the uh, flash freeze passive, and the flicker passive. And blizzard, blizzard, and flicker for sure. Also, flicker got fixed. Apparently, uh, it's been bugged for a while, and no one's noticed. Uh, 
Yes. Uh, they mentioned that in the uh, uh, in the notes. It says that uh, Flicker's passive volatile current will now deal damage the second time Flicker is used against the same enemy. Yeah. So if you use Flicker twice on the same enemy, it didn't do anything. <laughs> right. Right. The second the second one didn't deal damage. Uh, yeah, and that was, it was uh, Bomber in chat. He did, he noticed, he was the one that noticed that. Uh, no, one, no one was trying to figure that out. <laughs> no one realized that was broken. But, uh, but Bomber was like, hey, wait a minute. Like, anyone use this ability? Anybody? Flicker's amazing. I use it all over the place. <laughs> Well, no, it's just, it's just basically moving forward, right? It just basically propels you. Well, the thing about Flicker is, if you run the passive, it's a giant circle AoE that stuns everything inside of it. Yeah. But I guess I, I guess it wasn't doing it twice. I think... I, I, Vomber would have to correct me. I think the stun worked, but the damage did it. I'm not positive. I want to say the stun works. Uh, so I used to use that in Polaris Boss Five. You know, with all the little the little squiddy ads that tend to stack up on everybody. Yep. Uh, I would run flicker there intentionally because when that phase happens, I just flicker back and forth uh, because. The circles are so huge, and it stuns everything, so it just keeps them from moving, which usually gives the tank time to come pick them up to prevent them from killing people. Uh, super useful. Didn't work last night, OD, your assassin got over. I think that was delay, Jigasu. I, I, I've been having an issue with a, a delay, a desync or something. And yeah, Vomer confirmed, it, the stun did work. But it didn't damage them. So, so the the stun part worked. You could still stop things in their tracks. It just wasn't dealing with. Interesting. But yeah, that's something that apparently uh, has been like that for who knows how long. <laughs> no one didn't really notice. It was it was uh, a little uh, so mad, mad props to Vomer for. The other com the other combat fix that they had was uh, shotgun fire at will should now properly reload shotgun shells under all circumstances. So yeah, I'm not sure <laughs> what that's about. Mostly because I don't mess with shotgun. That I leave that nonsense to later. <laughs> uh, I assume there must have been some instance where it wasn't reloading. Some, some circumstance, but I, I wouldn't know what that was. Yeah, fire at will uh, when you activate open. You cut out again. Dang it. Um, when you activate opening shot, which is the, 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 the active that it's attached to, you get a beneficial effect that causes your shotgun attacks to deal additional physical damage until an enemy deals damage to you. Also, when you critically hit with a shotgun ability, uh, while opening shot is active, you reload one shell. So, I guess. 
I guess maybe maybe when you critically hit, it just wasn't loading shotgun shells. I could see how people would miss that, though. That doesn't seem like something that, you know, because your shotgun shells are always, you go through them so quickly, it's easy not to notice that. Oh, I just realized uh, that Ember can actually show off the, the moon suit because you can preview it in the dressing room. Oh, yeah. I wasn't sure if you could. I just might check Uniform, right? Or... Yeah, uniforms, and I think it's called spacesuit something. Spacesuit filthy. Oh. The Moons of Madness suit. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Ember? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Oops. That's a different suit. I know, I was trying to get to something else. Suit. <laughs> yeah, this is the uh, Templar. It's a really, really cool looking outfit. So I'm glad they ported something over from uh, from Moons of Madness. Yeah, no, it's, that it's they, super good. Yeah, yeah. So that's the uh... one as closely matches what actually is the game. Right. So now you can go into filled areas and have a big giant crack in your helmet. <laughs> can you see? When I preview something on my character, or no? Uh, probably not. I think it's only your instance or your character, because you can't see me inside the area, right? Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Well, wait, where are you? Yeah, no, you're right. I just, I just see you. Alright. <laughs> Get it. Yeah, no one else can see your previews, yeah. 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 So, the reason I need to get a picture is this is the only way you're going to see this <laughs> uh, with the bunny head, because it overlays it. The, the bunny head with the... With, with the, the face helmet. <laughs> it's so great. I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm going to... I haven't even seen it, and I like it. Throw this in the Discord mm. so you can see it. Oh wait, I can't. Uh, I can't do that full screen. It's got my whole other monitor. Uh, oh, there we go. <laughs> Just a little bit of clipping. No, oh, no. <laughs> so I, I have. I like, the... I like how the rabbit eye is still kind of, still kind of poking out though. Here's, I, I put it in chat, uh, not chat, the Discord, the, the dress that I'm wearing. <laughs> it looks, I wish I could do that for real in the game. I totally would. I need to send this to, like, Nervelle and be like, this needs to be a... I need to be able to do this. Be like, make this cleaner. This needs to be... <laughs> be like, yeah, no, I don't mind it. clips in the front. It's okay, but... Yeah, I don't mind if it clips. Just let me do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
let me let me put the say someone on top of the bunny helmet and wear it in the game like that. Please. I need to start like a a petition anyways for, for bunny head friendly cosmetic accessories. I feel like just take the bunny head and just make it its own. Where's where's the cat ear <laughs> headphones that fit my head? What's oh, there this we discrimination go. about is what I want to oh, those work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so okay, so this is another point of content. The the bunny ears the, the um the from the hot pants like outfit used to be a face item like sunglasses in TSW. So you could wear them with hats. And some reason or other, when they got ported to Legends, they decided that the bunny ear headband should be a damn hat. So you like you used to be able to put on hats and have bunny ears sticking out the top of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't do that anymore. You can't do it anymore, yeah. Because they changed what slot it's in. You can make the fun clipped items its own separate category. <laughs> like Palmer said, when you make it a face item again, they need to. But see, here's what I don't understand. They could have made it a... Even if they didn't want it to be a face item... It's a headband. Why isn't it in the head accessory slot? Where the headphones... It's the same type of item. You know what I mean? Like, the... The... the bunny ear headband is, like, literally the same... The same concept as, like, a headset. It's a plastic band that goes over your head. Right? So... I, I don't know when they moved it, why that happened. I don't I even know if it was on purpose. Someone might have just assigned it to the wrong slot. You know? The dressing room is, uh... Who knows? It may be in the wrong slot in the first place. It doesn't match any of the other hat stuff. It most closely resembles... I'm, I didn't, I'm not sure it ever made sense as a face item either, because it's not a face item. But it most right, certainly yeah. is a head accessory. A headband mm-hmm. is a head accessory. Like that's what it is. Yeah, it was that's exactly what it head. is. It's, it, yeah, it should be with all the other things in the head accessory slot. You know, where your plastic elf ears, uh, look, plush antler headband and reindeer antler headband are in the head accessory slot. Why is rabbit ear headband a hat? That's what I'm saying. We'll go on change.org. We'll make it happen. <laughs> Starting with this. <laughs> Starting to GoFundMe and go raise money to make this happen. Are you putting on the horse, man? <laughs> I've just been going through another listing of hats. Just, just to see how they clip with the outfit. Yeah. It's nice. It's, it's, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds Good me content. of... Good uh, you know content. You know the normal cosmonaut outfit? The red yes. hand one? Mm-hmm. So back in TSW, I would wear that with the bunny head a lot. Like I, I would do, I would wear that around a lot. And one time, randomly in Agartha, ran into like three other people in this in their suits, each with a different animal head on. <laughs> Someone okay. had All right. the, like the the nightmare steed mask. Someone had someone had the like the unicorn, and I think someone had like zebra or something. Like, it was another, like, horse head variant. And so we all were doing the Nasir dance in our red hand cosmonaut outfits with animals. Like, just like, 
just hanging out. I didn't know them, right? We just ran into each other. We were hanging out. And apparently we all queued for dungeon at the same time because I ended up in a slaughterhouse dungeon with the same people. You're like, this is kismet, really. Yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. Amazing. <laughs> no, it kind of looks like at the top. I mean, it kind of looks like at the top of the. No, no, that one doesn't. That one's totally clipping through. Some of the items, it looks like the head actually starts where the helmet is. Yeah. Or is that just me? Also, if you notice, you go around, it moves in and out, clipping. Like this party hat, you can see it. Like it changes its clipping uh, location. Is that is that a spoiler for Moons of Madness? Party hat? Yeah. Sorry guys. On the on hey, the <laughs> You had like two months. <laughs> That's it. We can we can we can tell spoilers now, it's okay. Um that was our last show as we had all the spoilers. Um Yeah, and in a game you get a party hat. Ta da You go to a very nice party. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so while while he's uh, looking at that, which I 100% approve of, you should keep doing it. Uh, <laughs> talk about um, some of the other the other things. Yeah, some of the other things. Okay, um, we can go into the writing contest agents because the winning entries yes. of the agent writing contest. Um, Elon Bog, I, I'm terrible. Uh, Ronna Cater, Walker Malone, and The Cleaner are all now agents available from the Shadow Trafficker in Agartha for hex coins. So all the agents now from the writing contest are now in-game. And you can go and get them. And they're amazing. And they're amazing, yes. So the grand prize winner again was The Cleaner, created by Static. His description is that he's seen things, things with tentacles. He's probably seen nearly everything, large, sleep-deprived, caffeine-strong eyes that have looked into the void and then mopped it up. He looks older than he is. His face is quite drawn and grumpy. This guy doesn't sleep easy at night, and he has a mop. Dun-dun-dun! And he actually has a mop. That's the fun part. I think I saw somebody with a mop earlier before we started the show. What? No, it's a... Uh, <laughs> as far as I know, it's it's a um, uh, an item that you can attach to your agents to improve their uh, success rates. I thought they were holding something that looked like a, like a room or something. Maybe I'm seeing things. Hey, it's a secret world. I think you are. You. I mean, we already... We already concluded that you're a figment of our imagination, so it's okay. Exactly. And everyone's enjoying... And everyone enjoys it, right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so all of the agent writing entries are now in the game. Um, I'm just going down the uh, the update notes here. So, uh, in general, right, the, the increase the maximum elite level to Elite 17 is now the relative max. I think uh, that's that's the facing max. I think it goes even, even a little further than that on the back end, but uh, the front end, it's, a, it's Elite 17. 
Yes, correct. Uh, and this will be for, yeah, Dark Agartha, Faction Ranking Missions, uh, Into Darkness, The Venetian Missile Crisis, Rogue Agent, and Seasonal Missions, Fog and Mirrors, which is going on right now. If you haven't done it, that's a good mission. It's a great mission. They uh, came out with that last year. Yeah. Yeah. And the broadcast, which we just passed by, so we won't see that again until next October. Uh, in missions, they say in Rogue oh. Agent. But in reference to that, uh, it will fix the issue that happened this year where people were not able to get the achievement for completing it at their hardest difficulty because they were overgeared for E10 and so it wasn't registering. Oh, okay. That was an issue this year. Uh, so the scaling going up actually fixes that problem. Okay. <laughs> so people were doing people were doing broadcast E10 because that's the highest it was pickable but their IP was like E12, E13, oh, E14, etc. Okay. And so they were not able to get the achievement. They're like what's going on? I beat him at the highest difficulty. Why is it not getting the achievement? Uh, so the scaling of that uh, mission being upped like all the other missions uh, means that achievement works now. I was confirmed. So is it given post to those who maybe have completed it, or do they have to just try to get it next year? I don't know. I don't know what they did with that. I know people reported it uh, during the time. I know like Andy was aware of it. I'm not sure if they addressed it hmm. as far as trying to manually award it. I'm, I'm not sure what happened there, to be honest. Right, because that because that's yeah, that's a, that's a back end thing as opposed to the front end thing. Um, yeah, and I don't know. I don't know. Even if like, it's one of those things too, where like if you petition a GM for it, right? Like, I do remember at TSW in the past. Like, if you had an issue in a scenario with like loot not being given to you for a certain difficulty, you better be in that scenario when they respond, because if because if you they have no way to know which difficulty you did uh, unless okay. they can check it when you're in it. So a lot of times they'll be they'll you know. They'll take note, they'll provide feedback that something's broken, but a lot of times they can't reward you because they have no way to prove that you actually did it. Gotcha. So, yeah, so it probably, probably is more like a, yeah, sorry. Um, maybe next year. Maybe next year. Yeah, I mean, that said, I don't know how they handled it uh, at the time. But we don't know. But we don't know that's uh, that's the thing. I was going to complain we do about know, it. We do know that it shouldn't be an issue next year because now it'll add, you'll actually be able to pick the difficulty you are geared for. Let's say other than that, it says uh, in missions, rogue agent, the reanimated remains can no longer be attacked before they have finished standing up, which yeah. I feel like that's a dang shame. <laughs> yeah. So. There's a couple of things. There's a couple of areas in the game like this, um, but essentially, when those guys first stood up, they didn't have their, all their little tags set yet. So if you shot them immediately, you would you would one shot them super easy because they didn't actually have the right health value yet. But once they finished standing up, their stats would get set, and then they would be whatever health they're supposed to be for that. Uh, difficulty level. Okay, so, so it was more like a that that one's more like a um, 
not an it exploit, was a but kind of, but kind of like a yeah, like a so, workaround, really. Yeah, it was. A lot of people thought it was legit. Like, okay, you just have to kill them fast enough, and, and then it's easier. But it was not intended to be that way. They're, right, they're right. Intended to be the right health. Um, there's other examples of this that you only see once you start massively overgearing things. For example, uh, in in Tokyo, or even well other places too. A anything that most filth stuff when you kill it drops a filth puddle, right? Right. So, but any a uh, filth enemy that's spawned in, like the ravenous side mission in Tokyo, for example, where where like you you go up to that area and he and all of a sudden he drops down from from uh, above. Uh, any enemy that's spawned in, it takes it a couple of seconds to set its flag. If you one-shot him when he drops in, he doesn't drop filth when he dies. Same, okay. yeah, same thing for, for the nursery mission at the end, when the filth guys run out of the little air duct vent things. Uh, because those guys are being spawned in at the time. When they run in, if you're overgeared, you can just one-shot them. They won't drop a filth puddle if you just one-shot them right away. It's the same. It's the same principle. Uh, yeah, the, they just don't have time to actually set the flag to do so when they die. Yeah. Right. 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 So uh, it's just that in these guys' case, they're they're spawning with some base health, and then their their real health is getting set like a second or two later. I think it's also why it's probably also why um, they used to farm certain uh, bosses for achievements, like the Zamu Mother in Crazy Fangs. If you kill them, if you kill those guys fast enough, their respawn timer gets shortened significantly. Like if, if you can, if you can one shot them quick enough, their it's like their timer doesn't get a chance to get set properly. And so they, they, they don't respawn instantly, but they respawn a little bit quicker than the normal cooldown time between them dying and them showing up again. But yeah. Okay. So it, uh, so it makes it a little so, so a couple places where that's actually a thing, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a, basically it's, a, it's how the system works, right? Like... It's just in this in this case. In this case, it was kind of breaking it. Yeah. Yeah, I was making it way too intense. Shout out to Massive. I see him behind us on the B scooter. There you are, creeping, creeping behind us. Uh, so. So moving on, right in the the vendor section says Doctor. I don't think it's how it's pronounced. It's not Caligari. It's not that. It's is it like Caligari. I don't know. Caligari uh, now sells now sells the peculiar box. So now if you're look if you you cut out. Oh, dang. Uh, <laughs> Take a shot. That if you're, if you're trying to get a peculiar box, dang it, um, and uh, and you haven't been able to get one yet, he now sells it. So this is the the vendor in in New York. Uh, he now sells a peculiar box for no 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 no. He's, he's in Agartha. Oh, he's in Agartha. Oh, that's right, that's right. No, he's just one of the cheap vendor. It's the cheap vendor. Who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of. 
The guy that had the the chainsaw. Oh god. Oh uh, no. Uh, I'm blinking now too. The, the yeah yeah. Oh man, come on. The surgeon. <laughs> the surgeon. Yeah. Yeah, when, I said, when I saw Dr. Caligari, that, that's the first one I thought. I was like, oh, it's him in New York? Oh, cool. Yeah, that's where you no, get to get changed. He's in Gartha. Well, he used to. Uh, uh, so, no, it's, it's Dr. Caligari, the vendor in Agartha. Now sells a peculiar box for. How much was it? Two million? Two million marks of favor, correct. Two million marks of favor. That is. That's a lot of marks. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Aldini. There you go, Aldini. Oh, thank you, okay. thank you Palmer. What's it do? The That's peculiar really box. The peculiar box is what lets you do the tank commander mission. Now, the peculiar box is an RNG drop from literally, basically opening anything in the game from chests to just green talisman bags. Literally, anything has a. Super tiny, small chance. Really small, yeah. Of it popping out. But if RNG is not been in your favor, and you wish to do so, you can uh, pony up to to just straight up get one. Uh, so th there, there's not really a need to, for the most part. I think for most people, uh, and I will say also. Uh, that a lot of people farm dungeons um, because the blue chest in dungeons, any blue chest, not just the last one, has a better than average chance of dropping a your box. So if you're really looking to get one and want to do the tank commander fight, that's the go-to way, is the blue chest in dungeons have a higher chance than other ways. That said, I've had multiple characters get theirs out of green, just regular green talisman bags from from turning in missions. They just open a bag. I think I got one from a Shambhala bag before. Like, any, any green any green bag... Any, any bag will drop it, yeah. Any, anything technically has a small chance of, of having that little box fall out. It's just some people have been lucky enough and other people have been super not lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm honestly debating it on my pacifist character because <laughs> I was running and running and running, and I I stopped grinding on that one. Uh, See, so yes, I haven't gotten one either, Masik, So don't worry. <laughs> so, I mean, but two thousand two thousand marks. Like, if you think about it, versus the the playtime versus RNG. Like, I don't know. Is it? I don't know how insane it is. And they, and they certainly, if no one buys it, I'm sure the price might come down the thing is there's precedent in the game like any decent KSR has pretty much always sold for 2 million marks. yeah no I don't think they chose that number just completely out of nowhere that that number has been yeah you know and I, a, I feel like I feel like you can more reliably get a KSR out of a cash than you can get the peculiar box so uh if you if you're talking about marks of favor versus RNG, right? Then, then I don't think it's that much, if that makes sense. You say, well, standard what? It's uh, you basically get about what, like ten thousand marks per day from just doing the uh, just doing the missions. Yeah. 
that'd be equal to 200 days worth of uh, worth of work. <laughs> and the thing is, that you even use the clear box, you have to have 100% in every zone. True, yes. You have to have done every single mission, every single side mission, every dungeon, every champion, uh, every investigation mission, and explored every area of the map. For all the maps. So before so you what can does, even uh, open it. <laughs> what does Tank Commander get you? It gets you the final pieces of the museum. But gets you so if you beat him, he'll drop those those items. He can drop those items, or I should say, he's guaranteed to drop one of those items. Guaranteed. The tank commander blade and the I forget what the other one is depleted energy cell. Right. But the other thing is, it is the fir- it is the first and only so far auto scaled to your highest recorded item power instance in the game. Which so, is fun, yeah. Yeah, when you walk in there, all the enemies is it's not just him. There's like a little mini instance. All the enemies are auto scaled to you, um, which means like you're not just one shotting Orochi drones. You're actually fighting Orochi the cyborgs. Like you're fighting them now. It's a fight because they have they have a lot more hit points, and a lot more damage. Because every everything in there is scaled to you. Um, so it's it's a challenging fight. Tank Commander himself is very challenging. And this uh, goes with the second part of the what Dr. Caligari is now selling. But he is also selling a Lucky Pachinko Ball. Correct. And what does this do? So, if you purchase the Lucky Pachinko Ball and have it, so it'll be in your mission item inventory, and you open the Peculiar Box, and you're and assuming you're able to do so because you've met all the requirements to open it, then when you go to the entrance of the tunnel um, you will have, instead of just going in and having it auto scale, you have the opportunity to pick the difficulty level. So you can actually go into that fight at an, at an easier version should you choose. So your, your, your peculiar box is never used up until you actually beat Tank Commander, so if you're throwing yourself against that fight over and over, and you're not, you're just not having any luck, and you want the achievement and don't care about the items, you could go get the Pachinko Ball and be like, I'm gonna go in and do this three levels lower, or whatever you want to do. And and it, you'll still get the achievement. You won't get the museum item as as loot drops, but you still get the achievement, and you still get to complete the. He is the tank commander from Manufactory A. Like, he does many of the same attack. Uh, I would say the fight is actually harder. To answer Masik's question in chat. Uh, he does, like, the cyber pull and cyber spin that everyone remembers that played TSW and played Manufactory A. Um, that, that is... But with the with the with the pachinko ball, it now makes it just easy if you just yeah if you just want to go in and just get the achievements, you won't get all of the loot, but uh, yeah, but just but just to get those chivos, just to get the chivos, just to have the experience down of, of maybe you know getting it under your belt, but uh, and slam or just going into E one to just beat the whole yeah. <laughs> uh just be like you. You thought you were tough, huh? 
he he is he is so uh funny funny anecdote uh about that uh so apparently uh we talked a little bit before the stream um tank commander when it went live it was a bit overtuned like a bit a bit too hard like basically intentional and the idea was you know, if once people got a box and tried it, if it if people couldn't beat it, they were gonna crank it down a notch, right? Because it's a lot easier to tune something down than tune it up. So, <laughs> no such thing as too hard. That's what she said. Uh, so apparently, uh, and this was from this was from Nervalis. It was like, yeah, it was it was overtuned and it was intended to be. Uh, Turn tuned down, and then someone beat it on day two. And this <laughs> of course, is why of went, course. Why went, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Why, whatever could you be? <laughs> yeah, who who would you be talking about there? Who, whoever. And, and I'm not positive, but it might have been actually like day one night, potentially. I don't remember if I streamed it like that night just late or or what. I think that I think that might have been what it was, and I, I posted it the next day. Uh, point is, it was supposed to get like they they had they had anticipated it being too difficult and having to tune it down, and then like once it got beat right away, they're like, well, we're not tuning it down now. So, whoops. <laughs> right. Well, it kind of reminds me of the um, uh, the the writer from from Secret World from uh, Secret World Past. The when uh, when they were like, oh, you know, we're gonna have this this new event, and the event's gonna basically take up like it's gonna take so long for people to get, and everyone just started getting it like immediately. <laughs> yeah. Well, I probably what it's closer to is. Um... I think the first Flappy raid, I want to say it was the first Flappy raid in TSW, was supposed to be mathematically unbeatable. Like, they had they made a mistake. And, and Lag Spike beat it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, it took a lot of time. They spent a lot. I remember watching streams, because I was well before I was ever part of the. I was just a like you know a fan of their work at that point. Right. And I was watching out like they would literally be streaming for hours, and they would just rotate in people. Someone would be like, "I have to leave," so they would like exit the raid, swap in a couple people, and then just keep going. They just threw themselves at that raid for fucking ever. Uh, but they 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 got it. But it wasn't supposed to be. It <laughs> should have been possible. They're like, whoops, it was about five times harder than it should have been. <laughs> Matthew says, remember correctly, part of someone went and cooked. So there was multiple people that were data mining Massic, but the biggest problem with the Rider event was it had no blocking. Uh, nothing prevented you from getting one of the end items on day one by accident. I, I found I found one of the candles on day one, and all you do is like use the random like potions you've been getting as drops near, and you would get one of the items. 
you would you would get one of the final stones without having done any any of that means no summoning, no mega summoning, no figuring out like the the scraps of photographs of where you need to go to summon. Yeah, they made they, it very kinda... um yeah, what what's a um So one of the puzzles got solved correct like more or less correctly. I think someone data mined the photos and so they ended up just releasing those for the worship locations. But the one of the one of them did get solved like legitimately and they found like the candle and kind of figured out uh, but as soon as that happened, the entire entire community, with like no exception, just started running every instance they could think of looking for candles. Yeah. So the other the other two puzzles like never even got attempted to be solved because it was like, oh, we need to find a candle and do something. Skip. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was basically brute forced is uh and yeah. my point is my point is is I, I was actually informed by uh, someone that had data mined on day one I on day one of the event I found a candle and was digging with it and the, it was a friend of mine it was like hey don't tell anyone about that it's literally going to spoil the whole event and I was like oh okay and I didn't because on day one you could have had one of the final four pieces and you would have known all you need is a candle and to dick with it in some fashion can you imagine the writer event with no one ever doing any summonings, ever? Because it was an unnecessary. Yeah, because it was all unnecessary. <laughs> they really needed to put blocking in. They really needed to put blocking in. There was nothing that nothing that prevented you. It's not like the solving gave you something you needed for the next piece. The the enemies dropped the potions you needed to use on the candles like day one. All you needed was the potions and find the candle. And I think technically, like, if I remember one of the riddles, like, you needed to have, like, four of the same faction around the candle. But people just figured that out by dicking around with it, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. just mm -hmm. randomly got that. So, uh, while I think it was a very interesting, large-scope idea, I have serious concerns about why you would ever release something without uh, without step four needing step three. You know what I mean? Yeah, with no with no gate in place, yeah, it didn't make much. You can just yeah. go to step six and like be done. It's that was rather uh, so regardless, I know there was a whole big thing like there is there was multiple data miners going on. There's lots of shade throwing around the community, but the the biggest problem was that well two things. One, it was designed with no blocking, and two, apparently once you did it, it could never be done again. Never again, right? Only once and done. So when me. A couple of friends and some random person in Agartha that happened to have one of the other stones we needed attempted to try and see what would happen since we had all of them. Like, we tried to figure out the clues. We're like, what if we just try and. We failed like two or three times. We had to find different Agartha instances. It's like two in the morning on a Sunday. And we're literally just dicking around. We get it to happen. 
and anyone that was part of the process doesn't get to see it. By the way, we had a we had another person on uh, the Agartha main place, just who was supposed to be lookout. Like, hey, if we if something happens, let us know. So none of us involved in the summoning the, with the actual stones got to see the rider come out uh, because you're too far away. You're like on weird random branches in Agartha. So no one in the group got to see it. Someone that was spotting was like, hey guys, something's happening, quick, come over here. And, you know, by the time you get there, it's done. And then, then no other group can do it again? Like, uh, that is my single biggest pet peeve about that, uh, that whole event was the summoning stuff was great. Like, oh, getting people to organize. Oh, yeah. Prayer locations, all that stuff. That was super fun. But the, the, the gating wasn't there, and the end was just ridiculous. There's no, like, you, you should have... For being the like culmination, it was, yeah, nothing. You should have had, like, a week where everyone could would do it themselves, like, repeatedly, right? Uh, and get some kind of, like, special thing for having actually... Or, or it should be something where, like, okay, you did that, and now... And now, in 12 hours, we're going to announce, like, Whispering Tide, right? Whispering Tide, they announce it's going to happen. Everyone knows for this range of time, Flappies are flooding through Agartha. Let's go see it, right? Right. Yep. That's. But that wasn't triggered by, Not like, what people sticking <laughs> around with stones in Agartha at some awful hour of night. Can you imagine if Whispering Tide was like that? How mad people would have been? I was like, thank, and thankfully what? That one person who just happened to be by the portal was also recording it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which wasn't Sadly, necessarily a, a thing at the time. Sadly, it was it was pretty pretty poor. I was a little annoyed because I could have recorded it better if we had traded spots. <laughs> like, if they if they used the item and I was there recording, it would have been a bad Who sends you FLV is what I want to know. <laughs> but I took it and I posted it because uh, they didn't have a place to post it. But yeah, yeah, the only reason that exists is because he happened to be able to record it. Um, and that was because we had the presence of mind to have an extra person to just keep an eye out. Because based on where you had to stand, we were pretty sure we're not seeing anything. The locations the locations in Gartha were, you know, all the windy branches, you have to jump crazy things to get to. It was so, it was so, they were so far apart. We're like, there's no way we're seeing anything. We need a spotter. Yeah. So. But, but no one, no one involved, no one involved had any idea that like, once we did it, like, no one could do it again. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause it's not like, I mean, you know, the group, the, it wasn't even like all with all Cabal members. Like we just found, random people that night and they're like oh yo we have all of them let's see what happens so frustrating so frustrating but I digress <laughs> oh it's a, but that was yes uh, but uh, it, it kind of reminded us of that of the the, the, the once and done sort of uh, sort of feeling of that um so moving on, uh, again, part of update 2.3.3. This is one of the, the... It's kind of buried a little bit. Not really. I mean, it's down there. Um, part for the dungeons, it says that now elite dungeon chests 
will no longer drop agent dossiers for players who are eligible to queue for a difficulty more than three levels above the dungeon's current difficulty. So, in a nutshell, if I'm reading this correctly, <clears throat> it means that if you are, say, uh, of an E8, uh, your gear is, is E8 level, There, if you run anything under E5, you will not be able to get the agent dossier from the dungeon Correct. chests. I mean, you can still grind, you just can't grind to E1 nonstop. I mean, if you're, if you're, so if you're, I think if you're E4, you can probably do E1. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, but it gets to the point where it's all of a sudden you get to a certain point you can't do anymore. Well, even if you're E10, you can do E7. And if you can do E10, E7s aren't that hard. The, the difference is people were, you know, E10 people were soloing E1s. Or what the bigger problem was, E10 people were queuing for E1s and just blowing through them uh, whether the other people in the group wanted to or not. That was a rather big point of contention in the community. Right, because an E10 can basically solo an E1. So, oh, sure. So, yeah, so they would just take people through, but they were just doing the whole dungeon themselves and saying good luck to everyone else uh, behind them. Yeah, and so some people are okay with that, but a lot of people want to actually try the fights, actually see mechanics, maybe actually try and tank, <laughs> you know. Uh, and that's how you learn, right? You should learn in the lower levels how to do things, and uh, it's been kind of an issue. I, I, I'm i not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. It definitely will... Um, it's just something curve. different, yeah. But not entirely, because it's, it's it's only, as far as I can tell, it it's only for the agent dossiers. Yeah, and you can it. still you can still do it just to do it. You can still burn keys uh, to just get like the you know the distillates or something. You know. Yeah. Now they didn't say it. They didn't specifically call out that it affects peculiar boxes, and I still know a lot of high end people will, will run E ones just for the blue chest to try and get peculiar boxes to drop. Uh, although most people I know that do that just solo it because like why would you want someone else to steal your RNG of getting the box True. there's nothing worse than specifically farming for something and then you're in a group and the other person gets it and not you and you're like that could have been mine yeah, son of a you know so yeah, I, I feel like again. I feel like uh, you know should have been soloing it anyways but I mean, I mean you still could see some of that I suppose but it definitely will help I think I think it will help in general de-incentivize doing dungeons far below your level because mostly those guys don't ever loot the dungeon chest there's no point if you're that level those dissolutes mean nothing to you right so, right please. so uh it incentivizes you to do stuff that's higher. And to be to be honest, it was a little weird that essentially the game was incentivizing you to run lower stuff. It was, and yeah, that, that's kind of a design decision that uh, that you got rewarded just as much 
as uh, as if you were running stuff at the level you're supposed to be running it at. Right. You know, like it like it was the same agent dossier whether you got it from E10 or E1. So at that point, yeah, if that's what you want, why not run at E1? <laughs> yeah, because you can do it faster. So the game is telling you spend less time, do things easier, get this reward. Is it? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, it just makes sense. So, uh, so yeah. So now they kind of curb that, and so now the if you go into a dungeon, I guess the uh, you, you should. The idea is that you're going to find people more along your same level when you go and run dungeons. Um, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Unless they already have the agents. Right, unless unless they're going in for other reasons than to get the agents themselves. So this also could feel like a kind of like a test, like a test bed for, like, seeing if it actually kind of splits the community to be where they should relatively be in a dungeon as opposed to... Um, just running it just to run it you know yeah well I mean because a lot of times too like you would um, I know people that would um, with not any real ill intent right they just click dungeons and queue for everything at once and whatever pops pops right so their E10 they've queued they've queued for 1 through 10 and if E1 pops that's what they're running and now I still say like this is on the person running it. You should be, you know, a decent person and maybe not just one shot the hell out of everything unless people are okay. I know I personally when I go into E1s will make a point of being like, Hey, do you guys want me to kill this thing in two shots or <laughs> Or should I just hang back and you know Because I'll hang back. I'll hang back, and then if, you know, things go sideways, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it. I'm totally fine with letting people, uh, you know, do what they, what they want to do. But, but there's a lot of people that aren't like that. There's a lot no. of people that queue for, queue for everything, and if they get any one, they just hit the gas and go. And, you know, to the point where, I mean, people's complaints have been like, I was in an E1, and they finished the end boss before I finished looting the second chest. Uh, and I can see how that's perturbing. Yeah, a little bit. Because you're just like wandering through a dungeon with nothing in it. But, hey, to say, this, this know, is one like, of the reasons why I don't necessarily run dungeons in the first place is because this isn't a secret world issue. This is a overall MMO dungeon issue. It's probably a person <laughs> issue. You're right, yeah. It's a human being issue. It's it's the whole, you know, you go into a dungeon and you just go, 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 go. And, you know, you know, it's why I don't necessarily like running dungeons unless I can kind of go through at my own pace. And the whole aspect of running with other players just doesn't necessarily allow that to happen. So I just I just usually don't do it. Uh Chat. Or he's vanished. I vanished. <laughs> <laughs> Even my mic was like, "Nope, nope, you're done." Um, but yeah, my point was that it, it's not just this game; it's, it's any game. Uh, you, you know, um, any MMO kind of has this problem of yeah, 
as much as they they put in these dungeons to make them interesting, to make them fun, to make them, you know, lore heavy, people don't necessarily care. <laughs> they just want they just want to run through and get the loot. Uh, especially if it's like their fiftieth time through. But if it's your first time through, that's where it, it kind of stops jiving. If that makes any sense. <laughs> And that's yeah. normally why I'm not a big dungeon runner in the first place. Is I always feel like because I don't do them as often, because I don't have never have not really been doing them from day one, that I will always be on that back end. And so, um, I just don't like you know needing people to you know them all running ahead, and I'm just like, oh, what's back here, you know. No, it's just... <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm just collecting lore over here. Oh, you got this lore three years ago? Okay, that's fine. I'm just... I'm still going to collect the lore. See, I'm the guy to run with. Because if I know you don't have the lore, I'll run to the spots where I know the lore is and make you follow me. Right. <laughs> but again... Yeah, like, it's over here. Pick up groups, that's not the case. <laughs> like, you want to you wanna side trail over here. I've had most people been like, I would never have gone over here. Like, yeah, no, follow me. Follow me. Follow the white rabbit. I will lead you to stuff. So that's that's everything that we have for the update that happened, but there was a um but there was a live stream on Yesterday. It was Tuesday. Yeah, or Wednesday. It was oh, man, it's been so long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was so long ago. It feels like a couple of days have passed uh, <laughs> since then. It was indeed yesterday. Okay. And uh, Jimmy took nice notes all about the event. So we're going to kind of go through that. Uh, right there talking about the Krampus event going live. Um, so there is a current issue, current known issue right now, that talisman fragments, which are the what you need to now upgrade to Tier 4 talismans, can be put up for sale in the auction house, but you can't actually find them to purchase them on the auction house. So that's fun. <laughs> yeah, so that's something I'll need to address. So you oh. can put them up there, but no one's going to buy them, essentially. So we now know, this was in my notes from the other day, but now we know it's a new sprint. Well, we know the new sprint is called like the Gatekeeper Sprint. We don't know what it looks like. But it is kind of funny that he finally confirmed the alternate way to get an invite to Rosenbrock. Yes, it says that, uh, yeah, Nervell teased, uh, read the new sprint, but, uh, confirmed the alternate way to get an invite to Rosenbrawl. Nervell said on the, uh, on the Discord server, uh, said, um, it's been long enough now that I have no qualms in divulging it. There's a chance when you win Shambhala to get an invite to Rosenbrawl. So if you don't have one yet, A, if you don't have one yet, just let us know. We'll get you. Yeah, we can invite that. First and foremost, if you want one, we can give you invites. That's, that's not a problem. Uh, but second, um, win it some more. Bomber says I'm happy with theories, but the alternate invite method were right, though. I yeah, that was that was my theory. I, my theory was was either winning at Shambhala, or uh, potentially my other theory was like the PvP fight clubs, like the regular ones. I felt like, based on the way the invite was set up, he's been observing you, right? 
he's watching you win some kind of fight. So some kind of PvP fight. Yeah. yeah so it it just seemed to in, that that seemed to make sense. Uh, but and he said this was intentional. The delay of your invite, like so, when you invite someone, they don't get the invite right away. Some few minutes later, they get it. That was intentional. The delay is not always the same, and it helps obfuscate where it came from. So let's say you won Symbol, right? Well, even if you randomly get the invite, you don't get it right away. You might have gone on to do something else, and then you get the invite. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it mm -hmm. intentionally made it harder to discover where the invite was coming from. Because you don't know what you did, because it didn't happen right away. It's sneaky. Nervelle's right, you could be like, I just, I just killed a, a ghoul in uh, Scorched I, Desert. What? You win some ball, you do something else, and you're like, oh man, I, I rubbed this graffiti in, you know, right. in this graffiti in South Africa, and all of a sudden I got an invite. What happened? And all of a sudden the invite showed up. Yeah. <laughs> And now, now there's tons of people cleaning graffiti, so that's for no reason. Um, he went on to say, oh, uh, oh, we didn't mention this, that with Krampus knocked 2009... You cut out. Cut out. Cut out. Dang it. I don't know what this is. Everyone take another Opt shot. Later. Take another shot. <laughs> um, that... Uh, <laughs> uh, I just have... Coke, I think. Um, I figured I would celebrate the update. <laughs> yeah. oh, I should get some eggnog. I got some eggnog back there. That's a good thing to celebrate with. Um, that on uh, the, the logins that you can get for the winter event. Let me bring this up real quick. Yes. Uh, Ember can bring it up on the stream, I think. So uh, you'll actually... Have it yeah. Well, you can, you can click through it. You can click the little arrows to make it show. Even if, well, even once you claimed it, you can. Yeah, the first day is the the Figuros Paduri, the uh, the pet, the nice little tree, with decorated. I mean, we mostly already have that. Yeah, I already got it. Um, day five is the Orochi Hovertech snowboard. Um. And then, then the rest is got, well. They're stabilizing tachyons throughout, which is basically uh, the way to, to pump Dark Agartha. Day ten is a weapon fusion catalyst. Yes, day ten is a is a weapon fusion catalyst. So that's nice. And then day fifteen is the 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 big reward for the event, the Resplendent Talisman Imbuer, where you can improve any epic or above radiant talisman to Resplendent to now four mm -hmm. pip, and we all get one. For just logging there in the the fifteenth fifteenth day, and since the event is going on until January second, uh, plenty of time, plenty of time to get that. Yeah, and the other the other thing that's really good is uh, shouldn't make light of this. You can get three stabilizing tachyons. Now, stabilizing tachyons means that you can do Doctor Gartha without having to spend AP and SP. Right, yeah, it's a, basically a free Dark Agartha. It's a free run. And considering the massive updates to Dark Agartha, and the fact that Dark Agartha is where you get the fragments to make 
more for Pippin viewers, those are really, really good. It's kind of, yeah, it's, it's kind of their way of basically pushing this update, saying that, hey, this is basically a Dark Agarthic update. I mean, it's the yeah, winter event, cool. but it's also, we'll it's it mainly Dark Agartha, so while you're, while you're beating up on hell, uh, why not go run Dark Agartha a whole bunch as well? What was the update to regular Agartha? Uh, the winter event got turned on. That was the update to regular Agartha message. <laughs> the winter, right, winter event got turned on, uh, four pip talismans, um... So the, the bounty champions, uh, the, the ones in the open world are back. Uh, and those all scale, by the way. They scale appropriately to to whatever you are. So, like, I I didn't know what E-level I was, by the way. I've been max MP for a long time, but I didn't know what E-level that was, because we always just had E-10. Turns right. out, I'm E-16. E-16, okay. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so today I did my very first E-16 Dark and Gartha with the challenge modifier. So that's something they added. Oh, um, Ember, have you seen the vendor? We could show that on the stream. I'm in the middle of a oh, snowball you're, fight. You're in a snowball fight. <laughs> Important matters here. You get a, uh, a dragon yet. Yeah. Uh, have not. Really? Why is that possible? Because they're few and far between. That's not true. Yeah, there's, 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 there's no dragon in myth. I would, I prefer the term legend. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they are Templar. Ah, you mean the red shirts? So yes, uh, if you go to the what is this called? I guess the the board, the the yellow board in Agartha. <laughs> They're around everywhere. Uh, Andy, Andy wants deleted one just for the fun of it. Paragon um, You can pick up the Bounty Winter Holidays Champion. Champions. So, elusive new champions have been spotted in the world. A bounty has been placed by your faction handler to hunt down and eliminate a number of them. Now, worth pointing out, the first time you do it, you do get a blue signet of light and a blue signet of thirst. Uh, do you know that, Mikey? Uh, I see that now, yes. <laughs> as well so, as as well so, as two repped presents. Yeah, so it's like so even if you did this last year, it's a something that resets. So every year, the first time you do it, you get two blue signets. Now these guys, uh, there's one in every zone. Um and you have to go find them. Uh, if you go to TSWDB, former has amazing guides uh, for the whole thing. SWDB. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, they're super fun. They scale to your your IP, no matter what your IP is now. They scale higher, like everything else they got just for scaling. They actually scale as well. Uh, be careful about that, by the way. Uh, so two things can happen. 
you can be searching for the guy and someone lower than you spawn him and then you'll lose one shot for the guy, right? Right. Or, or, or. <laughs> let's say you, so the, re, the one that's a problem is the Revenant in Kingsmith uh, likes to put up the misdirect, like a reflex shield, and people will... Oh, yes. Okay, now I, now I remember that one, yes. So, okay. So what happened is someone that's really high geared would go do the summoning and like they they get reflect kill and someone else comes along with low geared and just gets massacred by this high spawn benefit. Uh so Yeah. Just no just know that it's scaled to the person that summoned it. It's like started the fight. Um so that that's a thing. Uh but they're really cool. And that actually leads into, when you complete it, that leads into the Fog and Mirrors investigation mission. Which is a seasonal investigation mission. It's really fun. It's really cool. And, spoilers, maybe check out some of the computers in Fog and Mirrors and look for mention of, like, a bunny of some kind. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe, maybe named Jimmy or something. Or something. We don't know. No, I know. Or we do. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's that's active. Those are really cool. And, and honestly, it's w- just for the cruel delight, blue cruel delight. That's that's amazing. Like do that, get those. <laughs> Especially if you're trying to do Dark Agartha, cruel delight's an amazing thing to have because it helps you heal yourself. When you critically hit, you, it it proxy kill. Yep. Yeah. So uh, it's real. Uh, since you're out of your snowball fight, Ember, you want to follow me to the uh, the Dark Agatha branch. The other other way, Ember. <laughs> this way. The light rabbit. Yeah, I don't know where you were going. So have you have you have you been here? Do you know to jump? Uh, follow you. But are you gonna hit the platform? Is the question. Perfect. Square yes. on the. So this is the Dark Agartha portal, and this is the new vendor that got added, the Shady Salesman. He, he, he does look pretty shady. I mean, is it the eye patch? Is that what makes him shady? I mean, and the be, blood I mean, of he's dust, a bloody maybe. shirt. He's got bloody yeah. pants. Like, it's a mess. His so, foot is halfway buried into the, into the branch. Yeah, that's very so shady. You, this is where you you can buy the, the challenge of the day. The challenge of the day changes. Like, it rotates. So today is weakened anima. Your, your damage is decreased by 30%. Now, when you run... So you, you, you get this, you put this on, and that buff lasts for the entire time until the next reset. So basically, you, you can get it and try, you know, all day if you really want it to. Um, so there's a bunch of other challenges uh, that from test lab I know what some of them are there's things like having the timer shortened uh, by by a few minutes um, there's, there's one there's one called thin atmosphere where you can't sprint and you take damage every three seconds, like a small amount of damage. 
That's a little um, rough. I understand. I, I didn't personally get to try that one. Uh, someone else did, but they they actually they said the damage tick wasn't actually that bad. Oh, okay. I don't I don't oh, know yeah. if it's been adjusted though since it went live. So who knows? There's so this one was you deal thirty percent less damage, right? There's a there's another challenge type where bosses deal thirty percent more damage. Uh, let's see, two fewer lives, one additional effect. I imagine that'll be interesting. Just having an additional module effect on top of the other ones. Um, meteor challenge. So every so often, meteors just strike the platform near you, and you have to avoid them. Uh, so yeah, so and, and there may be more. I, I don't know. That's just uh, some of the ones we, we knew about from from testing, um, and they certainly could have changed as it went live as well. The other thing that uh, interesting he sells, if if for whatever reason the challenge is too much for you and you want to just do be able to do it normally, you can buy the abort challenge timeline from him once you've purchased a challenge. So if you purchase a challenge, you activate it, and like for whatever reason that day it's not happening, and you just like I just want to do regular Doctor Gartha, please. You can you can actually choose to abort the challenge. No problem. So Essex says, where do these challenges get you? So we covered this a little bit earlier in the stream, but uh, if you do Dark Agartha with the challenge, um, can you bring up the picture again, Amber, with the chest? The loot box at the uh, end has additional items. Um, and these items range from new emotes, uh, a, a new emote, uh, a new outfit, and a new sprint. New so there's a new well. sprint called the Gatekeeper's Touch. There's a new emote called Evil Laugh. And there's a faction-colored uh, spacesuit um, that is the Moons of Madness uh, cracked space helmet suit. It's... Uh, I'll put the picture in Discord number. If you... It's like second one or something but yeah you can definitely show you can show the outfit for sure um now the you want to you want to ideally you want to run the highest difficulty you can with the challenge because the higher difficulty you run with the challenge the better the chance for it to drop one of those items when you open it it's not guaranteed. For example, I did E16 with the challenge today and did not get any one of those things. So they're by no means guaranteed, but your chances are better the, the higher you can go while also shouldering a challenge. That's the... Almost in the same line as the dungeon stuff, right? They're trying to incentivize you actually caring and running higher stuff, right? There is a, there's a reason to get there. You know, whether it be that you want the sprint or you want the moon's outfit or something. Although my understanding is the moon's outfit, moon's outfit will be, will be tradable. So maybe you know, get. I'm sure. I'm sure people will eventually start selling those once they drop uh, enough. So once they drop and they don't already have it, yeah. Yeah. Well, again, Dark Agartha, you can only run once a day per character, right? So it's going to take a little while, I think. If you, it's not it's not like um 
dungeons where you can just run like nonstop at them. I mean, I have multiple characters, so I'll be running a fair bit of my character. Like eight or nine characters worth, probably. <laughs> Your uh, usual daily routine. I'll <laughs> uh, have to get back into the swing of it, but uh, I'll, I'll be grinding pretty hard. But, uh, you know, that's not terribly normal. I, I feel like it'll be a little bit before we start to see a glut of tradables. But it'll happen, for sure. Uh, now, also, yeah. inside Dark Agartha, there is a vendor um, where you could pick up lucky dice, correct? Is yeah, that inside so, the... Yeah, in, inside. So, um, Ember, if you look at the Shady Salesman again... Uh, there's, so there's two things you can do. On the Shady Salesman, he also has directions to an alternate history, right? So for 75k moth, you can convert a hundred of one type of fragment to the other. So what Dark Arthur does now when you beat it is it drops you a split of talisman and glyph fragments normally. Like that's the standard setup. You'll get some talisman fragments and stop some glyph fragments. Now, if you've got a hundred of them already and are like, hey, I have all the glyph stuff I need, I just need talisman fragments, you can buy this alternate history item and it'll flip them one way or the other. You also, for 500 Aurum, can flip an entire imbuer. Say you had an extra elaborate glyph imbuer in your inventory for whatever reason that you don't need. You don't <laughs> just hanging out, I mean, right? I, I used to make them and sell them. I probably sold like a dozen elaborate glyph imbuers. Um, I don't have one left, but if I did, I certainly would do this in a heartbeat, you know? Be like, bloop, there, now I have a fork of talisman. So, so you have those, and those work both ways. You, If you, for whatever reason, you wanted to flip it the other way, they sell, he sells both of yours. Um, and then, uh, we can't go in with you, Ember, but if you want to show on stream, you can enter Dark Agartha. It doesn't actually cost you anything until you activate. So you can go in and go to your left and click on the vendor and show oh. what's in there. I don't. Ha I need a mission. Oh, you actually have to pick up the mission. Okay. Uh, I mean, you can do that if you want. It doesn't hurt anything. Do you know where to get it? That's the sign there at the front. Yeah, yeah, the board. So you'll get a, you'll go to the board and it's going to send you to the hexagon vendor. Yeah, Chigasudo is right. It means you get a free run. So the very first time you, dark, you do Dark Agartha, it doesn't actually cost you any AP or SP. That's the uh, step in time? Yeah, step in time. Correct. And then you have to run into center uh, and go find the hex coin vendor guy. And it should ask you to like pick up a little box or something. I think it's over over here. Then it tells you like this little hint about looking beneath the gatekeeper, yeah. which is where we just were. It's, I, so it doesn't actually tell you like where to go. It's it's a little bit obscure on purpose. You have to. Come over here and be like, hmm, where is Dark Agartha? Underneath the gatekeeper. Hmm, what could it be? Chill. <laughs> Leap of faith. I don't, you guys, 
Do you guys remember like when they were running the counter to see how many people were missing the platform? <laughs> oh yeah. And then I just kept jumping off, missing on purpose over and over again. And we racked that number up really high. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was pretty fun. The entire the entire uh, there goes there goes chickens too. <laughs> the entire stream I was just jumping, jumping and missing. So yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter what E level you go in as, uh, unless you actually want to do it. But uh, I won't survive. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, one's not terribly difficult, but yeah. I, I don't know what your build is like, what your, what your setup. Garbage. But uh, all you need to do is once you go in, you go to your left, and there'll be like a, a custodian's kind of like jacked up. It is the vendor. Interoperable custodian of period. Yeah. So if you go to that guy, you'll see he's got a bunch of stuff to interact with him. Yep. Yeah, I see the lucky dice too. Yeah, yeah and one of them is lucky dice, and that's basically a. Um, what does it cost? What does it look? What do the lucky dice cost? Seventy five hundred. Uh, moths. Moth. Yeah. So, okay. uh, and then they also he also has faded faded material glyph, which I think is the opposite. So you can buy an item that guarantees you that all your fragments are of one type. So if you already have all of one type or all the other type, that you can just you just focus, buy that and go like, on yeah, you buy that, you use it, and puts a little buff down on your screen, and that buff is used up when you loot the chest. Um, you also don't have to use it right away. You just have to use it. You have to use it before you open the chest at the end. But it's an item that you can just that still you can hold on to, right? It's not like a once in use thing. Right, right, and well, until you yeah. until it's absorbed, until you click it. When you click it, it becomes a buff. I don't know if that buff will expire or not. I don't remember. If I'm, uh, but there's no reason to really use it until you're about to open it just anyways. So you could go the. I believe anyway. My understanding anyway is that you could go the whole dungeon or dungeon the whole Dr. Gartha and get to the end, beat the gatekeeper. As long as you use that and have that buff on you before you open the chest, that that's what affects your loot. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. But you don't have to. You don't have to beat all the enemies with that on you. I guess is what I'm saying. You just have to. Right. You just need to you just pick it up at the end. And there's other things on there as well. Uh, you can also purchase the directions to alternate history inside, as well as from the shady guy outside. The other things you can get are um, little helper items, like gravity-resistant spores, means that if you fall off, it doesn't take away one of your lives. Normally, falling off the platform is you die. But if you if you buy the resistant spores, gravity-resistant spores, and use them, then you just kind of pop back up on top and you don't lose a life. This is one of the cheaper ones to get, and it's a pretty good insurance, especially because some of the... It depends on the platform. Some of the platforms are, like, shattered and broken intentionally. And you can actually slip between cracks. <laughs> like, it's not a bad one to purchase as, like, a safety net, especially when you're first getting used to it. Uh, the Lux on Rich Spray gives you, like, an extra five minutes to your timer. 
so it gives you longer. Um, Crystalline Anima Shard gives you two extra life. If you want to spend the 750 moth, uh, Ember, you can show the Mushroom Coated Hagstone. That one's interesting because when you use that one, uh, it's before you start the run. You can, if you buy it and use it, all the lures show up on the ground in front of you. And then you can see what the modules are going to be uh, for the bo for the bosses you're going to fight ahead of time. Yeah, so if you look around, yeah, yeah. So that's them in order from left to right. And if you go interact with them, you basically you can plan ahead. So uh, if you go look at the first one, then you'll see the you'll see the enemy. So the first one is the Jin. The tight quarters is a small platform, and the module he has is wounding. Wounding is actually a new module added with this patch. It didn't exist before. Ooh, okay. Uh, where attacks can apply bleeding and rend open wounds for high damage. That's that's one of the newer. Now, you're. I think you went in E1, right? Yeah. So, the higher E level you go, the more modules they have on them at once. So like, you know, and then also, the this is the first boss, right? So second, third, and fourth boss, they start, they have more modules. So if you go look at the second, I, you should see a boss probably with two modules, I imagine. Oh no, it's still one for you, one. So that one's the the platform's gravity's mark. So that platform lights on fire. It's a ring that lights on fire and the fire kind of chases you around. Um, so that one is a ghoul. That has two. That has two modules. And it has debris, which is these big circles show up on the platform that with crashing stuff that hurt. Shattered twig. People fall off that one. It's got two modules. And then you have your final module. Final, so the bosses rotate every day, and the modules rotate, and the platforms rotate around. The end's always the gatekeeper, um, but the, his abilities can swap around. So just and for yeah, reference, if you hit the wrong, if you hit the wrong abilities, he can be a, a tricky fight. Yeah, I think I think. Um, let me double check. Uh, I have some. Footage. I want to go look and see and tell you exactly how many. Uh... So, on on E17, like normal, he has five modifiers when you go fight him. Uh, instead, like instead of one, he's got he's got five different all at the same time. So all those things will do each one doing different nasty things to you. Um, and I'm, I'm just I'm rewinding through one of my one of my test videos to see if I looked at the uh... yeah. See, even even in my test in E17, like the boss three had five different capabilities. So you figure the capabilities are all different effects that are not nice to you. And then on top of that, the platform itself always has an effect that's not particularly nice to you. 
So, uh, and then if you decide to run a challenge mode on top of that, right? You're just com com compounding, compounding. But it's you're a really just asking fun for a world of hurt, basically. Yeah, you're literally just yeah. asking. But you're like, hey, beat me up some, please. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but it's really fun. Like uh, it's really fun. It's fun, especially like with that hagstone. You, like I said, you can plan ahead. Like, especially when you get to the higher tiers, there'll be like certain bosses have stuff where you like need a cleanse, or maybe you need two cleanses, or maybe you need an impair. You don't know until you know that day what the effects are. And you can either you can always look at the lore before you. It's always on the ground before you start the fight with the boss. But when you're in there, the timer's running. So the benefit of the hack zone is before the run has started, before your clock has started, you can look ahead, see what every all the different things are, and uh, sort of plan what your build needs to be, what gadgets you might need to swap out, etc. I used these a lot when I was trying to do my E5 Zero IP Dark Agartha. <laughs> Every day I would load in and look at these and be like, nope, that's not going to work yeah, today. This isn't happening today. That combination is, is not going to work. So, like, I would I would literally just go in every day and, hope, and, like, hope for, like, the best combination of stuff I could get to make it remotely possible to do. Uh, so, I mean, it's, I think it's actually the cheapest. If you look at the the benefits stuff you can buy, I think the hackstone is actually the cheapest. But, uh, so yeah, you can, so I really like how they put in all the different ways to like sort of adjust your fragments or convert them afterwards or even convert imbuers. Uh, it was really cool. I feel like that part was pretty well thought through. Giving people, yeah, a lot of options. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I've heard, like, some people... Or I saw uh, something... Someone pointed me at the forum, and that was a bad idea. I shouldn't have, like, I shouldn't have went there. But, uh, you should know better. I shouldn't have looked what was in the box. I, that was my bad. Uh, you know, complaining, like, oh, I've got to pay all of this before I can even run Dark Garza. Like, no! You can run Ducky Gartha straight up like normal. If you run it like normal, you're not going to get the cosmetics, but you're going to get your fragments, and they're going to be split. And if you don't need one or the other, I'm sure you can sell them. There's been a there's been a very nice elaborate glyph fragment economy for like a, for quite a while. Uh, I'm sure you'll have no problem getting rid of them. Uh, there is a slight problem currently with the auction house not actually letting you search or or buy the talisman fragments people list, but I'm sure that will be addressed. I'm sure quick. that'll be fixed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably I, I would expect, as fast as they can. I would expect to see an update for that. I, cause I imagine that's going to take an update. I don't think that's going to be a live fix. I'd be very surprised. I imagine we'll have a downtime, like a, for a hot fix for that at some point. Uh, I would think. Um, that would be my guess, anyways. Because, you know, it's... It's, it's, it's relatively a small important, thing, yeah. but a big thing at the same time. Like, 
feel like it's probably not that big of a deal to fix. It was just overlooked for the most part. Uh, but I, I assume they need to bring the, the thing down to patch. But, but other than that, uh, it feels like everything else seemed to go over pretty well as far as stuff going live today. I think so. I haven't seen any shenanigans. Uh, yeah, nothing on Twitter or anything like that. Oh, it's broken. What are you doing? It's the end of the world. Yeah, there's definitely there's been some salt, which l luckily we have now a new salt emo to deal with. Like, we can just... <laughs> oh, you're being salty? Here, let me... Add to a little... Let me give you some salt. Uh, which I just find hilarious. But... Um... But yeah, so there's, there's definitely been some some some. There's always gonna be some people that are pissed. There's at always, me. always. Uh, but personally, personally, I'm super happy with four pip. I'm per, I'm happy with stuff scaling uh, higher, just in general. Uh, the agents, the the agents are super cool, and uh, the agents don't cost that much. No, I saw they only cost, what, eight hex coins each? Eight hex coins, yeah, eight hex coins is uh, for... That's almost and, nothing. That's like the cheapest thing on that. And there's only four. And you, and you, it's random which one you get, but once you get one, like, you can't get it again, you'll get a different one, right? So for, what, 32 hex coins, you'll get all four agents and the Bessie the mop. And the mop, yes. <laughs> Bessie the Moth is a piece of agent equipment. That's awesome. Um, technically, I have two. I haven't claimed it yet. I can't I'll say claim and, uh, <laughs> I said we have had Chicken Stew, who's been uh, who's been kind of around us all night long. One of his agents is one of those agents. Walter Malone yes. is Chicken Stew's agent. Yeah. And something I put, in, I think I circled in the screenshots in our notes. I thought was cool is. When you get the agent dossier, it actually says, you know, agent writing contest, like, runner-up or winner, character created by the person's name, like, on the dossier. I thought that was really nice. That was, that was super cool. Uh, and then they, they weren't sure it was going to happen today, but they did give out the participation uh, agent as well. So, um, the duo, which is the Andy, duo. Andy Nicole agent, is so awesome. Right. It's just like the text on it is so great. Like it's it's so. It even mentions, by the way, in the in the text, it mentions. Um, oh, where did it say it? Uh, incident involving microwaving sardines. <laughs> The incident. What one subject had a brush with excommunication slash resurrection following an incident involving microwaving sardines. Other subject has an affinity towards owls. Use these as leverage. <laughs> then their their faces on the picture card. <laughs> but yeah, both of their faces together. Like and, it's, uh, it's so great. What what are their traits? Omnipresence. And garbage disposal. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. They get rid of threats to the council or its allies. 
I like that the, you know, uh, the details, gender, not applicable, profession, public relations, species, possibly human, age, how rude. That's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's awesome. Awesome. And the, yeah, and so the, 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 the duo is obviously a custom picture. The, the runner-ups have like the sort of, uh, what it's called now, but you know, like the, the paper paper doll sort of setup, right? And then the cleaner actually is a custom piece of art. It's a custom piece of art. It's a it's a nice piece of art too. Yeah, it's really cool looking. And then I just like the best of them all is. Well, well, if you make a character and you say it comes with an item, you might as well make the item yeah. too. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. So. Before, like, when I first logged in, like, one of the first things I went and did is I went to go look for the writing agents, and I was like, oh, eight hex coins, hell yeah, and I got all of them, right? And there's some confusion, because I guess they had said when you participate, the reward is going to be the Andy Nicole agent. But they had, some, they had written in the post that the participants would get, like, all the agents that were made. Hmm. Okay. Uh, some people are like, wait, what? I thought we got all of them. So they did that. Because that was what was written. But I had already bought them all. <laughs> so I didn't have I didn't have the Andy Nicole agent already, but like literally within five minutes of being in the game today, as soon as as soon as it came up from being down, I went and bought all the agents. So when they awarded them to everyone because I've participated in comps as well, um, I delivered items. I had all the agents in Bessie. Well, I was able to get all the agents and just sell the duplicates back to the hex coin vendor for four hex coins instead of eight. But like, whatever, it's not. A... But I can't claim Bessie the mop because it's a unique item that won't let me claim it. Oh no! So like, I think I can claim it on an alt. So I might actually, I might actually end up with two characters with the best of the mob. Okay. Which is kind of funny. Um, All the mobs. Yeah. So, which will be weird though, because if I do that, I'll have one character that has the mob, but not the cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> right, it'll be someone else. I'll just have the mob. It's kind of bizarre. But, uh, yeah, it's fine, it's whatever. I'll say, but the, the personalized image for the cleaner, he has him, you know, it's like a, it's basically like a subscription. There's a grizzled, grizzled older gentleman, but he's wearing a, uh, he's wearing a, a, a mask over his face, and it just has a big filth stain right across it. It's very, very cool. James says the cleaner forgot one was small for the job site. It's Bessie's doppelganger. If we, uh, I think we covered most of the stuff. There, there's, there's. Oh, you know what? Um, so we talked about the weapon, the blue weapons that had passives, right? a little bit. I think earlier in the stream. Right. Yes. Um, the the third age weapons all seem to have the same effect, which is whenever you hit, you have a 33 percent chance to deal. 
uh, a scaled amount of physical damage. And when this damage critically hits, you hit again for the same. Which is pretty have, good, yeah. Yeah, so you have a 33% chance to deal this X amount of damage, and if that damage crits, it doubles it. it not only does it crit and deal the crit version of this damage, but then it hits again. Uh, but I believe that's the same effect for all the third age ones, whereas the blue ones all have passives related to the weapon. But there are also three talismans. And they're particularly interesting because they all summon things. So there is a ring Gotta like that. that when you purge a beneficial effect from an enemy or interrupt an enemy's ability, you summon a custodian to attack the target. That's fun. For X amount of damage, this effect is a 20 second cooldown. So max every 20 seconds, if you purge or interrupt some, an enemy, a custodian's gonna pop out and go smack them, right? That's the ring. That's amazing. <laughs> There's a luck talisman that says whenever you critically hit, you have a 30% chance to summon the gatekeeper to attack the target for X damage. This effect is pretty second cooldown. So, so far, custodian and gatekeeper, right? There's also a head talisman. When you hit the same enemy three times in a row, fate is summoned and attacks the target. <laughs> Wait, what? Fate. You know the blue sort of gatekeeper looking thing? Oh, fate. that one. Okay, alright, yes, yeah. That effect has a 20 second cooldown. Now, I already had a Beastmaster build. Literally a build that saved a boo build it's called Beastmaster. It involved like the the neck piece that spawns ghosts and the shadowbound blade and the the chaos doppelganger and and the, the <laughs> museum gadget. It's, it's about, now, about as close to a pet class as we have, really. Yeah. <laughs> and now I get to add three more items. They give me three more things that can. Pop. Um, a little bit beside myself, and I really, 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 really want to try and get everything to proc at like roughly the same time. Right, like <laughs> in one fight, happens. just get like get everything yeah. up. Get like a ghost, a revenant, um, your your mini me, right? Plus right. chaos dominators, plus a custodian, a gatekeeper, and a fate. <laughs> attack attack my minions I think that'll be pretty neat looking if I could somehow trigger enough of it at once like uh, and I and I, I already have two of them I'm only missing the ring I actually managed to open a radiant uh, headpiece today so I have the one that spawns fate and I have a, a two-pip version of the, the the gatekeeper one, so I'm just missing the ring that sounds like a so Always fun. Kalani says, "If anyone will try, it would be you." <laughs> yeah, Jacob Stu. I have I I I opened a radiant ashes of fates chosen. That it was you know it drops as a and also by the way it drops as a purple, so it was already epic. Uh, three pip. Version. Yeah. And I had opened so many nice. caches that uh, you know you get distillates from doing that, right? So like my headpiece is already mythic nine. 
my, my headpiece is already mythic 9. It started out as purple level 0, it's now yellow 9. Just, just from today. Sixes, <laughs> my theory was correct, the 3 pip- Yeah, the 3 pip is purple. When you open the 3 pip, it's purple. Or at least mine was. I, I guess I haven't opened enough to guarantee all of them are purple, but... Uh, also, the current, um, in case anyone's curious, the current um, numbers theory is that headpiece is the new best in slot. Mm, Someone's okay. fate is actually the new best get in mid slot for for any DPS. Not sure about the other ones, whether they're best in slot or not. I don't care. I want them because I want to spawn things. Um, I remember playing a druid in Diablo 2. <laughs> So I've tried to see if you had that one uh, already down on your on your dock. Uh, no, because I, I got it today. Uh, where is, okay, so I think... Actually, I can link it in... You do that show-off thing where you link it in general. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing link it in group chat to not be... <laughs> So yeah, so uh, I think Ember, if you click on that, it should come up, and you can see. Yeah. Got it up on there. Oh, hang on. Whenever you hit the enemy, the same enemy three times in succession, which is pretty much yeah, like. Now, does it show your damage or my damage when you look at? It? What does your damage number say? My damage number. It Attack the target for what? What amount of damage? I don't have this string. Yeah, it's like... not. Does it show a number? Attack rating sixty-eight. No, no, no. Okay, so it does. So, so I'm looking at the item like you put up the pulled up. So it says attack the target for four thousand two hundred sixty-three damage. So, so when you click the link, it's showing it scaled to what the damage would be for you. For me, it says whenever I hit the same enemy three times, summon fate to attack the target for twelve thousand five hundred and thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. So that is a scaling number based on your uh, uh, based on your right. Yeah. Yeah. So every every three times I smack someone, uh, that will pop. Or has it? It will pop unless it's already on cooldown. It does have a 20 second cooldown in between the. Uh, so, essentially, you figure 12 for for me at at max at the at the max IP before the four pit talisman. That's twelve and a half thousand damage every 20 seconds. I feel like that's pretty passive. Pretty yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it just happens. I feel like that's uh, probably why it's considered uh, new, new, new best in the slot. The new meta. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. If, uh, I'll just check out the other ones, the, the ring or the one piece, to see how much they'll matter. I think they're still going to be pretty good. I think the luck piece is basically the same effect, just a gatekeeper instead of fate. I think if you have a radiant piece down there, it's it's the same amount of damage. Now, 
generally that's um, where you run cold silver dice that gives you one extra energy. I'm not sure. Does it seem to scale? See. So I, I only have a two pip of the luck one right now. Um, but it for me right now, the two pip version says 11,979. So I imagine if it's three pip, like the headpiece, it'll probably say the same number. So I think the the pips usually affect stuff too. It does. It does. Yeah. Uh, if not, it's going to be really close. It, 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 if it's if that number doesn't change, like if I were to make a three pip, that number doesn't go up. Then it's still only um, what like six hundred damage less than the headpiece, and it's a minor. I feel like it's probably going to be good. Universe with a hundred and two different interesting. And the other one, the the other meta for the ring is the twenty five percent chance to deal like nine twenty. And I think I think the uh, the the one with the custodian is much more damaged. Now, granted, it's only every 20 seconds versus every time, but I have a I have a sneaking suspicion, like possibly all of these talismans, all three of these will be like new meta. For sure, the headpiece. Uh, Makes sure sense. But but I think I think these. Uh, Thirty-eight talismans, if you will, that let you summon freaking Agartha. Fight for you. Yeah, they feel like they feel like they should be. Right, like you feel like they should. They yeah. really should. Be. They should be. I'm not. I'm not mad at them being 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 good. I, I still don't like. I I don't know that they're. I don't think it's going to be. Um, Anything like the TSW issue, where like they're crazy, crazy overpowered. I think that twenty-second window where they can't happen is probably going to be enough to prevent them from being completely ridiculous. If for no other reason than like in a burst fight, you're going to get them to proc like once, maybe twice. Like if, if you're doing burst, if, if you're a dungeon group doing burst, you'll you burst down like a uh, a dungeon boss in like 30 seconds or something. <laughs> like that's a thing that happens, and you have. And the thing is, when you deal with that on a regular basis, you have to build your builder. Because if you ramp up too slowly, you're not actually contributing to the fight. Like the fight's over already before you reached dealing. So you you, you actually have to adjust your build and abilities and stuff to um, for that type of play style if that's the kind of group you're running with if that makes sense yeah yeah if, you, if you're going with a quick quick group then yeah you don't, you don't want to be you don't want to be going from 0 to 60 and everyone else is already at 80 yeah but it's more it's so it's like certain certain builds or play styles like your channeled attacks like they take they take so long to cast like by the time it's done the guy's dead Chickasoo says, question, if you proc it on Machine Tyrant and the shield goes up before the summoned creature gets the hit, will it 
I don't know. That's worth checking. I don't... I can't recall if the Revenant, when it hits, if it reflects back at you. I don't remember. Hmm. I don't think so. I think it's its own entity. I don't know if it reflects back at you or not. I can't recall. I feel like the, uh... The, the new, or not the new, but I feel like the uh, the Revenant in Kingsmith is an easy way to test that. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, true. Yeah. Like, I haven't put this on because, you know, my current headpiece is Legendary 70 and this thing's still in the 9, but maybe I should throw it on just to mess around. <laughs> just to have fun with it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just to rock it. will bring you down anyway. Bring them, like... So that will be E14 like instead of... Well, I'd have to pull out the Glyph Insignia for one. So if I pull out the Glyph Insignia, that's going to cost me 40k moth just to pull them out uh, to put in the other headpiece. Um, but if I just straight up swapped it over right now, I'd drop to 1528 instead of 1671. <laughs> a pretty sizable drop. So what is that, like a 140 IP drop? That's pretty significant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'd be like... It would go up a little bit if I if I bothered to rip out the glyph and the signet and put so it in there. That would be like, uh, it'd be like 25% of my IP total. So yeah, that's... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, That's like dropping a whole. It's like dropping a whole, a whole new whole player. New player. Yeah. <laughs> it's true because what even yeah a whole new player when you get to level fifty, it's like that's like what one hundred item power. Yeah, yeah. It's literally just kick the player in the space. It's a player and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Well, on the plus side, I have something to level now. Which is one of those problems for, like, end players is you start running out of stuff to even throw your distal attack. Right, right. I mean, le legitimately, uh, I, think I already have two Legendary 70 headpieces and was already starting to work on a third before this one. And that's and that is literally and not because I particularly needed them. I but know about edge, I know about edge case something. builds, so I know <laughs> I know about edge case builds, so I know that I could make use of it. You know what I mean? I don't right, need right. it, but I know like about certain tanking builds or something where like this one headpiece will will help. So it didn't feel like throwing it away, throwing stuff away to, to upgrade it. Oh, I'm sorry, I have one in my bank too. So um. I have three legendary 70 headpieces. <laughs> Jimmy! And, and I was working on a fourth. And and not because I'm grinding hard. I needed something to dump the damn distance. You need something to, to put it into, yeah. Yeah, like if I do content with people and I loot a box. Or, or even if you're just grinding for, like, a cult defense, right? For, for glyph distillates or something, because you maybe still need them. You get talisman distillates. You open a cache every day, you get talisman distillates, you gotta do something with them. The problem for me is, like, at, at the 35 slots I'm at, like, I'm accruing more and more inventory pieces. Oh my god, I just realized something. I had two talisman imbuers in my bank.
Yep. You know what that means? <laughs> My two pip gatekeeper talisman just became. Is now three pip. And right. more importantly, guess who has one more inventory slot? Because, <laughs> you know, it consumed the viewer. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, might be the more important thing. For me, yes, 100%. 100% that was the more important thing out of the, out of all of it. Jimmy get more inventory spaces? No, no, no that's a no, no. I just I just no. I just saved. I just Watch saved it. Mouth. I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ember. Yeah. I got your back. I actually have quite a few of the talisman animum viewers in my bank as well. <laughs> Mama says he refuses inventory as strongly as I cry for yeah, we're like, Vomer and I are like opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> What's funny is like, it's not that I don't have ridiculous stuff, because I do. Like, I, I have gr- I have the level one green shadowbound weapons, all of them, in my bank. I have the dancing shoes in my bank. I have the Uda SD card in my bank. I have... The Lorenzo Fabricator that for some reason was dropping in Gaiden in my bank that doesn't do anything. Doesn't do and, anything. Uh, it's just fun to have. Yeah, it was. Just, it's such. It's such a TSW relic, you know, that wasn't supposed to be happening. But I couldn't. I couldn't get rid of it. I. I, have, I think from my zero IP runs, I have a couple of green items in my bank. I probably could actually get rid of. His I apparently have an extra crown of hell. <laughs> nice. I think I have the. I think I have some of those in icy claws because some people never got back to me though. Oh yeah. His agents are. And then I have. And then I have a stack of every. Um, of every cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, I so I only have base inventory, but I do have multiple characters, so some of those are hoarding other things, but all of them also only have base inventory. I I have never bought inventory on any character, but I I have bought more characters. But always for a reason, I, I think. But that's why they also gave you the uh, the shirt, right? Yes. The Tetris but, Champion shirt. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, uh, fun call. Like, what was that? It was through fun call, but it was like it was from Kalani, I think, or something. Yeah, that inventory just spread out. Mine's consolidated. I mean, I guess uh, I could I could lose a lot of it. I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad. That's the thing. I I anything anything I anything I need is here. If the other characters went away tomorrow, I wouldn't be mad about it. The same the same with all the stuff that's shoved inside the agents that I, that uh, you can't do anymore. <laughs> it's all stuff that I don't mind if it, it gets deleted. I wouldn't have put it there if I was worried about keeping it. So I by the way, I don't know if I told you guys I I did a tally. Um no. I have I have my my agents are smuggling over a thousand Krampus rockets. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
so many agents have a uh, hundred Krampus rockets. Stuff. I'm just picturing the interview process now that you have for these agents. You're like you're sitting at a like you're sitting at a desk, and the agent comes in, and you're like, "All right, first question: How do you feel about Krampus rockets?" And they'll be like, "Exactly how many Krampus rockets came to Keister?" <laughs> They're like, "I thought I'd be going on missions." No, no, no. Do you enjoy well, Krampus you will, rockets? But you're carrying some Krampus rockets. Officers, agents are smuggling rainbows, and I do have rainbows. I have some random stuff because, like, again, not stuff I'd be mad about going missing, but like at the time, you know, those rainbows, bubbles. I think bubbles got given out or like spawned on people during one of the events. Um. So I know I have I know I have rainbows. I have bubbles. Uh. Glamours? I think I think one agent or two has like some stack of like mummy glamours or vampire glamours or something. But predominantly it's Krampus Rockets. It's it's over over a thousand Krampus Rockets. Cause you know, why not? Which means I started off with way more than a thousand, because I've I've probably burned through a thousand. Right. Yeah. Just it <laughs> just just using them off season or just using them whenever. Yeah. Yeah, I've probably burned through easily uh, uh, a thousand because they go in stacks of a hundred, and I I know I've gone through plenty of stacks trying to do weird stuff. Wait, Bomber has a rocket launcher with his agent? Yeah, you can't even do that anymore. Not only can you not shove it into an agent, but I don't think you can... I think they finally fixed that, so you, you can't pull it out of the instance anymore. So I think... I think I tried that, too, just to see. <laughs> so you think I'm bad? I just put rockets up there. Bomber has him keystring an entire damn rocket launcher. <laughs> That's right. How do you feel about rocket launchers? I thought you'd be sending me to like Venice and no, no, no. <laughs> Krampus rockets, rocket launchers. How do you feel about them? I, it's it's funny that they still they still go on missions. They just go on missions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> When did you go do this? But I'm carrying so yes. That's fine. Let's go on the mission. Sure you now, how do you, how do you get the items on there again? Huh? Or should we say that? <laughs> well, it's not possible anymore. Oh it's yeah, not that's anymore. right. But you used to be able to uh, I think we found it out on accident actually. You could you could um, in their gear slot, right? Well, it was something cuz you know how uh, items trade places if you drop them on something. Yeah. So, uh, you can't drag... You couldn't drag normal items into the agent inventory, but if you were just happened to drag an agent item out onto your normal inventory and let go of it on top of something, they would switch places. So then your, your regular item would end up in the agent inventory. Even though you can't manually drag it there yourself, it would flip. 
Like you would trade spots. Oh yeah. Because the agent item was the thing that initiated the the trade. So you're doing a legit thing. You're taking an agent item out of the agent inventory. But when you drop it in your inventory, you drop it in an occupied slot, and the and the game goes, oh, we're just going to trade spot. And so it would put a regular item into your agent inventory. And from there, you can the same thing would happen with the agent inventory. If if you put an agent item, you know, piece of equipment in there, and then dragged it onto the regular item that was in the agent inventory, it would upload it into the agent. Would flip the flip the spade. So so how is this item helping me? Like, can I get like a lexicon or a yeah, right? A crystal ball or. <laughs> The thing is, nope, like, here's a hundred Krampus rockets. It took it took a fair while before they, I think, bothered to fix it. Uh, it's fixed now. Uh, so you just said, just got a radiant head, and it's still blue. So grass on your epic black. So not only was I lucky to get a radiant, I was lucky to get a purple radiant. Double lucky. Apparently, it can drop in blue as well. Okay, okay. I mean, that makes sense. So, yeah, it's not something you can do anymore, and actually getting them back out is a little bit tricky because they did close, like, the holes in the system. You, you... Uh, <laughs> they, they might not make it back out. You might... No, I figured out I figured out how to make them come out, but it's really convoluted, and it means you have to move stuff around in such a way that, like, the game has, like, no choice but to, like, eject the items out into your inventory. They can be green, even? Wow. That's bizarre. I would not expect the, them to be green. Oh, you got a hollow tree? I want a hollow tree. <laughs> the hollow tree is on the AH. Is it? That's what he's saying. <sighs> what do you mean? I mean, no? purple is nice. It saves you a bit of time, but it's the it's the pip that really. No, I want this. I, I can buy this. I'm gonna be like dirt poor broke after I get this. But I can I can buy this. I do think a hundred K for it is a little bit overpriced for a green luminous. Oh, I'm so tempted to just buy it anyway, so Oh damn it. Do it. Resist. Resist. Do it. So I only Sleep have a hundred I only have hundred and eleven K off. So I buy it, I'm down to 13k mob. Pretty, pretty dirt poor. That's like one day of challenges. Well, you still have Well, you need the 2 million in order to get the peculiar box, so, you know. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I'm probably going to open more caches, though. Like, I'll get a key tomorrow. I might even, it might be even something where I actually feel like it's worth it to buy some more keys. Just to open stuff. In which case... I don't know. I feel like that price is not going to stay. No, no. Not for not for a green. It, it's it's a it's a day one price for sure. 
and I'm sorely tempted to pay it anyways. <laughs> but I'll, it might leave it alone for now. You're like, I reward you. But I'm not opposed effort. to the two dot because I have one more talisman in the order to get rid of. So it being two dot doesn't bother me at all. I love that. That'll see that will let me get rid of another viewer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's 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 all good. One more free slot. Yeah, we're not, yeah. I I think I talked myself out of it. Or I would have bought it already if I if that wasn't the case. But, uh, yeah, good update, good update, lots of, lots yeah, of little things. Long lots time coming. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how long they were working on this, I think they've been working on a lot of other things, but it was, uh, like, uh, when we were testing this, we, we only tested this for like five days. Yeah, it's not long at all. And we we finished the test lives test live server. I think like we finished testing like the like the eighth or ninth. So like uh, now I don't know how long they're working on it before we. I mean obviously they work on stuff long before they they get people to come on test live and test it. I mean they do their own QA and stuff. But but yeah, it's uh, certainly. It, it felt to me at least like probably they were able to squeeze some time and and I think they did probably I'm guessing they did a fair amount in a pretty short amount of time because we know they have other projects uh, at that studio also they just moved offices they did yeah <laughs> I'm sure Not too far away. away. Not too far away, but... Yeah, but even if you moved your house across the street, it's still a big <laughs> still, still quite a move, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just the, the nature of it. It's always a, it's always a thing. Uh, so, uh, the last... I think probably, like, last thing, but the... So the scaling... The scaling... Me, this is kind of funny... The tank commander technically should be, if not easier, at least a shorter hard fight. So we talked a little bit earlier about apparently how he was overturned when he went live. Right, you right. Know, someone, someone beat him uh, more or less day of, so they never tuned him down. So he's been adjusted. Because... because um, I mean, he always auto scaled, but now with the Pachinko Ball, you can pick your level, your level, and he's he's been tweaked. The, the scaling path has kind of affect everything. That's my understanding. So, uh, it was something I noticed when I was testing is that he had less health than when I beat him on live, even though mm. I was on a higher. And I was like, wait a minute, how am I seven tiers higher with less health? Uh, that said, the fight did not feel any easier. I think okay. it's just shorter. He's basically less of an HP sponge. 
That's good, though. I think so. I I, I, yeah. I feel like that's good. Tuning, tuning it to make it uh, not as long, but just as hard. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a hard fight, but you don't have that thing where, like, you're doing the thing for ten minutes solid, and you make a mistake, and now you got to start all over. Like, it was a bit of an endurance test, like, like how, you know... Because even, even once you get the method down, especially with um, pillar, like using pillars to like line of sight him, you know, you have to do that right every time. And the longer the fight goes on, the more you're at the mess that up. So I feel like the damage output and, and how he responds to damage taken is still probably close to the same. But it, I think it's definitely shorter. But I don't think that hurts anything. I, no. wish Dark I wish Darkness Lord dungeon got a pass like that. I feel like that dungeon is super HP heavy for like no real reason. Well, that was a wasn't that one of the big problems with the the Seeker World initially? Is that that's what many people said? Is they were like you get into like a, a fight with uh, just random mobs and they felt like like the fight would take forever. <laughs> well, for, so I for just for just that. like everyday mobs. I experienced that in TSW way back in the beginning, but as it turned out, that was my own fault for not understanding that if you grab talismans with health, that means you are not grabbing talismans with attack with attack rating. No, once you get to the top end and you you started lowering your health and raising your your attack, it they turned out to be much quicker. But you just cut out. Yeah. I heard like a pop that time. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but it's well, like, so uh, like uh, I didn't understand that it was a it was a, a give and take. Like that when you chose a health talisman, you were choosing to do less. Damage. I was yeah, like, my yeah. health bar is bigger. I must be more powerful. Like I I literally did at the time when I I I had not really played like an MO before. I didn't know what I was looking at. I was like, this is a bigger number. My health is bigger. I'm bigger. And not realizing that, you know, if you make all your talismans health, you're doing, like, no attack rating at all. Like, no damage is coming out. Mind you, I am persistent and stubborn. I was in Transylvania as Pistol Blood with 8k health. Like, no damage talismans. And I was fighting vampires, like, fucking 15 minutes per vampire, <laughs> just, like, kiting them around. You're like, why are these guys so hard? No. That's the thing, though. It didn't bother me. I just do it. Other people were like, this is ridiculous, right? Yeah. I'm, I just, like, was kiting, using the environment. Like, like I remember circles. that being one of the major complaints is, yeah, was, uh, but, was, was, was Bob just had too much health. Like, fights were I taking think, forever. I think in the open world, at least, that most of that was related to the fact that in TSW you can make any build you and you could do your gear any way you wanted. Mm -hmm. And you had people do stuff like I did where, like, of course it's taking forever. My damage output is next to nothing. You know? It's not that they have that much HP. It's that my damage output is nothing. because It's I have nothing comparatively because you're yeah, still yeah. working on getting my build up there. Yeah. Well, not, 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 just, not just getting your build up there, but, like, you shouldn't be running around trying to kill stuff in a 100% tank suit. <laughs> right? Right, right. That's my bad. I needed to d go DPS, and I just didn't realize how the game worked at that point in time. And I didn't realize it for a very long time. 
And I know it's not just me because even like, I don't know, probably like a year or more later in the game, I remember seeing other people be running around farming stuff in like shadowy forest or something. And I ran into someone in shadowy forest with 8k health. And I was like, yo, <laughs> send him a tell. I've been where you are. Do you need to fix your talismans? <laughs> Stop it. Stop it now. I was like, your fights are taking really, really long, right? Everything's, everything takes forever to kill. It's too much HP for you. Yeah? It's because all your talismans are health talismans. You need to slot attack wrecking talismans, you'll kill those guys in like two seconds. Like, so I don't, I don't know that the open world problem was ever that they had too much HP. I think it was more of a... Uh, you need to find your own balance. Yeah. And see, Legends doesn't have that because by default, your anima allocation is 90-10, and you don't get to even play with it until, like, what, level 20? Yeah. So by default in Legends, you can't screw that up. No. You're doing 90% no, you, you just steamroll everything, yeah. <laughs> You're doing 90% DPS, 10% tank to give you a little bit of survivability, and that is huge. That is huge for player experience uh, that you can't accidentally just make yourself uh, walking tank that does no damage. Uh, yeah, I think that was the biggest problem. The darkness war issue is that those things literally just have way to, like thousands more HP than they really need to. You can do the fight perfect, you know the mechanics, and you're still going to be there for two minutes like bursting the shit out of this guy. It's not difficult, it's not hard, it's not like the time you take to do it makes even make you slip up and, and die. Like, if you fight Darkest War Boss 2, the dog, he does the same stuff. He attacks the tank, he does a little pie cone of filth. That's it. But you're going to be it. there for fucking five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, just like James agreed, DW2 always had a bajillion health. The whole the whole Darkness War, uh, in general, I think, everything's health is scaled up really high in there for whatever reason. I don't know. Because they're ancient? Because it's in the past? I don't, I'm not really sure the, the reasoning. But but uh, but yeah. But but the complaint about everything having too much health, I think was more that Noah was doing the right amount of damage because they weren't they weren't uh, they essentially weren't allocating right even though allocation was done in a different manner. That, I just you wanted to just survive. Make, you could just make horrible bills. You you could just put whatever. You would see people running with one weapon and not two. They have passive slotted for for weapons or and abilities they don't even like have. Like like they're not they're not afflicting, but they have an afflict passive. You know, like people would just make builds that were like literally just completely unworkable and then run out and complain that they're dying and I can't kill anything. Like, well, yeah. But that Which was is fun. I mean, but that was the fun of Secret World anyway, was it was it felt like a puzzle. It felt like a really it felt like a really good yeah. puzzle getting a good build together. So I still feel like it's like that in Legends. It, 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 I, I, I feel like when you finally achieve a really good build in Legends, it's almost better because there's so many you're working with, with with less space. It's like those little um, those little puzzles with the one free slot, and you have to move the pieces around. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like you, you only have that one little thing. You got to move everything perfect. 
when you get all your abilities and your passives, your weapons, your weapon proc effects, your weapon mechanics, your talismans with the right effects for what you're doing, when all of that sinks, man, it feels good. Uh, said, did everyone see the Dark Guard the Arsenal's out? We did. We did. We discussed it at like two hours ago. <laughs> well, even more recently, the the talismans I've been talking, I almost bought was from it's from the arsenal. Oh yeah, it was from the arsenal. Yeah, yeah. All the things that spawn custodians and gatekeepers and fate. That's all from the arsenal. They're like, uh, uh, they're like they see how many people still are carrying around the, uh, um, the revenant weapons. <laughs> Dude, I have I have a three pip shadowbound. Legendary seventy. Yeah, I still got my my stuff. I haven't really used them all. He's yet. fun. He's just fun. Yeah, I love. I would call him Revy. Yeah, <laughs> I love when he pops like, out and runs in the I target. I love when he chases nice stuff. Slap and runs away. Like the yeah, dungeons, <laughs> he will. The dungeons have bosses that run like uh, Hell Eternal boss two. Like he runs through the mate, and then your revenant just like starts trying to follow him. It's like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> Especially when you're not uh, expecting it. All of a sudden, you see this perfect, and you're like, wait, where does this one come from? Why can't I kill it? Well, and back, and back in the beginning where uh, where he did weird stuff, like, Eblis could decide to to consume him. Like, that can't happen anymore, but that was pretty Oh, funny. yeah. Uh, not so funny <laughs> with the things that would wipe the raid, <laughs> Because he could cause that too. I think the one thing that, that can still happen, if I'm not mistaken, I think on Darkness War Boss Five, you're the guy that teleports up top. Mm-hmm. We, so most groups don't run into him turning stuff into bombs that often because you can usually get him down before that happens. But I think he can turn the Revenant into a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a non player entity. And he's just like, "Yep, you're a bomb now." So I want to say, I want to say, he could also turn the snow fort into a bomb. Nice, nice. Can he? Can he do just regular pets too? I don't know about pets. I don't know if they're linked to you or not. Can you even summon a pet in another? That's a good question. I don't even know. I haven't. I haven't tried. You might not be able to. No, Chasers is no. Uh, Starfire said, Alley Boss is nice. I'm getting items in 3,500 XP per hour. Yeah, so that's a nice thing. So the bra- the Brockers, the Halloween event, uh, that guy wasn't giving out any XP. Right. And we don't know if that was a bug or if that was intentional. Yeah. So it's not the 10k XP that the anniversary was giving, but it's nice to see that the hourly is actually giving. Um, is giving out some some decent XP. Uh, yeah, you can't summon pets in in, in dungeons, but but yeah, uh, the that snow fort like item that you could get like spawn the snow fort. Like yeah, apparently if you do that and he hits that phase where he turns stuff into bombs, he can turn the snow fort into the, the snow fort into a bomb. Yeah, any I think it's anything that's like a non-player. 
Beastmaster build has a new goal for sure. I'm 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 a good part of the way. I only need that that ring, which is why I almost fun. Because because even without upgrading it, right? Even without upgrading it, I could throw all the pieces on and just go into like an E1 and just do just like raffle stomp everything. Here comes everything. So that's when you just start dancing and you just let all the just let them all go at it. No, no, you got to do something, but oh man, it's I I I need to figure out like the best way because like you're gonna need to trigger the procs, so let's see, you have to attack three times. You have basic to attack. Do... It's nothing but basic attack. Green one pip item. <laughs> <laughs> but you also need to um. You need to interrupt an ability or purge an effect off of them to trigger the other one, right? Right, right. And then, what's the other one again? Crit. I think that one's crit. Okay, the well, you'll crit. Is not so hard. Yeah. Probably you can trigger the head and the and the luck piece at like the same time, but the ring one, you're gonna need to purge or interrupt in order to trigger. And then I forget what the neck piece. What is this spear? What's this neck piece trigger? I don't know. You know what I mean, right? The ghost? I know what you mean, yeah. Uh, but I, I forget off the top of my whenever head. Whenever you hit an enemy who's below 50% of their max health, you have a 33% chance. 10 seconds. Okay. So the enemy's going to have to be below half. I'm going to have to hit... So below half... I'll have to hit them three times, crit, and impair or purge something off of them in order to get all that stuff to spawn. And you figure if I'm attacking with the Shadowbound blade, or actually, I think not even the blade, I think what I would attack with is the Shadowbound Chaos Focus, because then it can also proc Doppelgangers. <laughs> right? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be tricky. I, I, I think of like what encounter, what enemy, like could, could, could possibly, possibly proc everything like, at once. Yeah, yeah. And have your minion master going. Well, plus I don't know if you've ever have you ever seen where like someone is running chaos and all of a sudden they have like a bazillion doppelgangers. Oh yeah. It's yeah, when, when the doppelgangers proc and on top of doppelgangers and. <laughs> Like, it happens in certain spots. I think um, in Ankh, Boss 6, when Melotat, like, sits down, right? Like, when that happens, for whatever reason, uh, doppelgangers go crazy. So if you're, if you're ever with someone in, in the Ankh dungeon that's running chaos, uh, that all of a sudden, for whatever reason, when he's sitting down and, like, the really tank's, like, running up the stairs to grab clients, all of a sudden, there'll be like seven fucking copies of them, <laughs> and I, I, that's what's one of the spots. I don't know if Chickasu knows anymore. There's there's a couple spots in the game. I think it's I think it's when you're technically not attack, not able to attack or something. something goes weird. I think it's I want to say it's like a divide by zero error. Like your paradoxes, like you're supposed to proc, like I don't know, damage divisible by eight or something. Right? Is the chaos rule? 
I think so, but yeah. I think what happens is it zeroes it out, and when that so, happens, yeah. weird math shit happens. <laughs> and then the doppelgangers go crazy. So like, nope, this is a fail. Get a, put another doppelganger. Nope, that, that one fails too. Get another one. Get another one. Get another it's one. It's like divide by damage is visible by eight, and then you try and divide zero by eight, and it does it does weird shit. And now all of a sudden you're just procking like nonstop. Uh, it's fun to see though. If you ever get a chance to see it, it's pretty neat to all of a sudden just see a shit ton of copies of somebody. That's but fun. I don't know that you can purge or impair anything at that point. So I don't think I could proc like I don't think I could proc the one that's off of purge. I could probably proc everything else there. It's nice to have goals. I feel like that's what this update honestly is. Like other other than the writing contest stuff and the just the generic uh, winter event. Um, it's it I basically it, is topping up more stuff for the top end. Yeah. Yeah, it's just more. It's more stuff to do. It's nice to give people that are still here and still hanging out. Because I'm a lot. I know it's something that used to come up. In, in the old Beyond the Veil streams, she was like, well, what's there for the new people? And I'd be like, everything you haven't done yet. Right. A lot. There's a lot to do. You don't you don't need uh, new stuff for the new player. The new player that just started has a long road ahead of them. Now, I'm not saying we don't need new story in general. Like, that would be... That would be but... Uh, Uh, Jacob says he thinks you can proc the doppelgangers on the Jin when he does in Kindle because he can't. He's got that shield and you hit him for zero for the chaos proccing. Hmm. But but yeah, um, it, it is. I, I guess it's it's mostly for the top end. I mean, but that said, you can run Dark Agartha like E one. Yeah, you don't need to do much to run Dark Agartha, right? Yeah. Now and start towards you, start towards your, uh, your tier four talismans. Yeah. Now, do you really need to? Is that the best use of your APX your APSP? Eh, nah. I don't know. Yeah, but you also, kind of fill, like, kind of fill out your uh, fill fill everything out first. Maybe I would almost look at it more of like, do I need moth for something? Because then I could. Because I feel like more than upgrading your own gear, I feel like if you're at if you just have a little 50 or you're like E2 or something, maybe you don't have the gear you want to end up with. Maybe you don't have that that radiant uh, talisman that you want. Maybe you're running, you know, you're, you're running not the, the best in slot pieces and you want them, but they cost mark. Well, you could trade your APSP, which is essentially playtime, right? You do missions to get that. Right. You could run Dr. Gartha, get those fragments, and sell them. And sell them. the fragments. Yep. Because the end guys want those. It takes 300 fragments to do one and viewer. Like, there's going to be demand for them. So, and plus, you're going to want them eventually. But I think, I think how I would do Dr. Gartha as, like, a level 50 person, uh, or, or relatively new, like, low tier, is a way to potentially just generate revenue for other things that you need. 
I, I, I mean, that that's kind of what makes it an MMO is really, yeah, you're either the supplier or you're the consumer in that point, but there's always yeah. that give and take as part of the economy, the secondary economy. That's what makes it an MMO. Yeah. Well, and I feel like, I feel like that's also what gives this purpose to more than just the top end players, you know? What I mean? Right, right, right. Like, I, I feel like there is some legitimate reason because I don't really see legitimately the reason, like the best expenditure of your resources as like a fresh E1 or E2 person to be grinding out for four pip stuff. I right. Mean, that can wait until you get your stuff leveled into reds anyways, at which point you're going to be well past E2 or whatever. It's going to take you a long time to level it. Why Why? Why spend the APSP on the extra pip? It doesn't, it's not going to matter that much. You need to level it first. Uh, plus, you need to get your capstones and your passives and all that stuff. You need to get all that up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all that's got to go. But I would say if you were going to take the hit for anything, it would be in order as, to... As your, uh, as your 1IP character showed, that uh, getting yeah. all of that filled in all is almost mess. as important, if not even more so, than your, gear. Than your gear. gear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I, feel like, I feel like the reasonable exchange for, your, for not putting your, your APSP into your own stuff is to convert it to money essentially, you know, to in-game marks to make your current situation, whether it be like, oh, I farmed Dark Arms like once a week and I was able to buy the next sprint level or I was able to get that radiant talent headpiece I need for my build. You know what I mean? Like right, even seems... just to trade it for, for Aram and then use it to, yeah. Yeah, like that seems you like a... Get yourself like those a... new emotes or something, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems that even that seems like a more legit thing than than being like, hey, you level fifty guy, you need to do DA every day and grind for your four pit gear. No, no, you don't. No, yeah, not necessarily. You, yeah, you, you can trade. Don't. Like that extra pip is going to be nothing compared to the to the shit you would have had from just getting your passives and capstones. All that crit rating, all that crit power rating, all that hit rating. <laughs> All the attack rating, like it's more beneficial at that level to to sink that APSP into yourself. And if you're gonna trade it, don't trade it for a pip that's not gonna do much for you right now. Trade it, trade it for something. That's my suggestion, anyways. Yeah, kind of worry about the pips when you're already at the top level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean. The difference, the difference within reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like legitimately, the difference between your like three pip blue talisman and a four pip blue talisman—that's it's a joke. It is not, you would be better off putting that uh, APSP into your stats. You would see a better return. I'm, I'm, I'm positive. And by the time you're leveled up, you can now run Dark Garth and get more fragments. Because you get more fragments the higher you can go. The the bigger, yeah, the higher levels you got. Anyway. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. Hey. Hate to cut you short, but I think it's uh, getting a little. Oh late. no, we're 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 well past. <laughs> well we're past. Well past the, the uh, event horizon. Understandably. <laughs> I mean, that man is a big, big, big. Lots of stuff. 
and nice to have something to talk about. Yeah, especially when you got four pips. <laughs> but uh but yeah, it's like the was it the, the April Fool's Day update was actually like a huge update. Were you talking and we couldn't hear you again? Is that what happened? Probably. <laughs> we weren't talking over you, I swear. You just weren't saying anything. I know, I know. I'm good. Okay. I'm okay. I'm all right. Yeah, no, the April Fool's patch was huge. It, had... it was huge, yeah, and out of nowhere. Yeah. And this one, too, is kind of like, oh, we're starting up the winter event. It's like, okay, all right, start a winter event. Good, good, good. Oh, yeah, by the way. By the way, 4-Pip. By the way, 4-Pip, and now everything's up to E, whatever you want it to be. 17. <laughs> <four> <laughs> Man. Well, nah, was... but all right. Good, good uh, show. I think. Good show. Good, good show. show. I think. I think we'll cut it up. Cut it here. Good show. Good show. It's a very good show. So, agents, this has been the zero point report. Strain ten dash. Uh, what? What was it? What did I name this? I, mean, I don't have the thing on me right A&R. now. Uh, well, I can tell you. Dash. Uh, crap. No, I can't. KNR. 10-KNR. 10-KNR. It means something. Try to figure it out. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> you can catch us recording live every... Oh, you could have. Last shot of the night. <laughs> ah, shot. Shots. Everyone shots. passed out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's my mouse. I don't know. I'll have to tries that anyway you can catch us recording live every other thursday night at 9 p.m eastern time here on the zero point report twitch channel unless i'm old and <laughs> oldness takes over which happens uh where you can also join us on the okay, twitch channel whatever. join us and chat with us while we do the show live or download our show wherever podcasts are found so you can listen to us on the go. You can get in touch with us by engaging with us on Twitter at Zero Point Report, emailing us at the Zero Point Report at gmail.com, checking out previous shows on our YouTube channel, and joining us on our Discord server, both named the Zero Point Report. From all of us here at the Zero Point Report, we want to thank you for tuning in and wish you all the best from the secret world. Have a great night. And see you next time. Bye, everybody. <laughs> or I left, and I was like, "What's going on over there?" <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs>